Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Find The Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. Hey guys, welcome back to Mother May Sleep a Podcast. What's up, bitches? I have one of my besties back, just the fucking king of GP, the best, Todd Greenwald. Hi, honey. Here we go. We're going to do Here this. We go. I'm so excited. <laughs> You've been teasing me for a long time. You're going to get back on? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Finally. I always feel bad, dude. Like, I feel bad. Like, I. <laughs> It's like the hardest ask. I feel like it's like a lot. Like I think about it. Like if someone asked me, I'm like, fuck, like I would really have to like, yeah, you're GP. I mean, make time in my life to do. Yeah. It's hard. GP hours, girl power. You guys, that's what GP is. Oh, yeah. We're, we're the girl power. I don't know if like that has a, uh, well, I hope people know it's like heavy in the brand. I just don't know if like another, like a personal, not a personal, mm-hmm. like a, a genre of human issue or like something has come up with the initials GP. I have to tell everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Because acronyms are acronyms are a slippery slope. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's, and by the way, there's nothing worse when you see acronyms on social meds for the first time. Yes. And people, and then you Google it and it's all like science words. (laughs) Right. And or then you realize, Dictionary. oh, I have to go to Urban Dictionary. I always go second because <laughs> I'm like, I'm hopeful I can just hit it because Urban Dictionary yeah. for such a prolific website does not come up that easily for me. Wow. It's what for pulling acronyms that the acronyms you come across. Yeah. And also, I guess the website's kind of jank and that bothers me on the mobile verge. I don't have an is there an app? Um, I'm not that deep into uh, into Urban for, to know if there's an app. But I think jank might be an acronym too. I'm kidding. I don't know. See, you fuck it all up. Now you start. Now you start wheel of fortuneing in your head. What could it possibly mean? Jesus, <laughs> ass, nothing does. <laughs> okay, we got to get into the movie. Um, go go. Confessions of a Go Go Girl. What are your like top thoughts? Like without getting into plot or anything. Like where do you? How do you feel about it? Um. I actually, you know, I will, I love not love loving things. And, you know, I was starting to pick it apart in the beginning, but then I actually was like, you know what? It, I, it, it was a very basic story, but I enjoyed the execution knowing they had the, the constrictions of airing on Lifetime. Like they went as dirty as you can go on Lifetime. They went as dirty and it was like kind of like, really high production for like it was high production it was like a really good era for lifetime because they weren't like you know jerking them off the same way <laughs> right like with with total respect like they do like to like Please. jerk them off these days which is of like course. you know people but love how prolific they are like, but todd what it was long what? it was long oh the movie was long 
It could, we could have cut the last, we could have cut it at the fucking tea party. No, we could have, you know <laughs> no. what I mean? Oh, no, no epilogue, no character. No, redemption. we don't need any of that. Like, she just <laughs> became a fucking go go dancer. Well, you see, that's where I thought, oh my God, they didn't change the character. She came back home. What was it? It was interesting twist to that to me. Like, it look was, at that. I mean, but like, it was so obvious. Like, I didn't need that to feel fulfilled in the movie. I got to see the go-go dance. I got to see her break up with like the wishy-washy. Oh, I'm giving all the spoilers. But yeah, no, I don't know. I brought them up. You did. Listen, fuck it. No, listen, let me tell you about this movie, though, is that it was in 2009 and it was refreshing because it wasn't digital. And this is before storytelling became, you know, what Martin Scorsese's talking about. We're going to get into that. But there was no. Uh, there was no phones. There was, it was like this. This this is right before life changed with the phones, and also then how you make these movies, and it showed. It looked like an older, uh, like a cooler, well shot movie, almost. I mean, for the the parents, I mean, there was a bunch of things, but overall, yes, dude, you're so true on the film. Like I. I kind of like suspected because it does just have a richer quality. Like I don't, you don't see lifetime movies that look like this anymore, baby. Not at all. Exactly. And I think that I bet you if you go back deep, that was towards the end. And that's where people are shooting the shit on their iPhone 12s and then putting some fucking fancy, you know, blur in the back. Well, it's better than that. It's better than that. It's just like that. They don't, I mean, like when you're, filming like properly filming like there's no way they filmed this in three weeks not at all or, two, five, or like two five or six. like this is a well you think it's this luck? is a six-week job yeah. dude this is a six-week job this is like when your friends would get like a part on a thing yes. and you'd be like how long is it and it's like six weeks You're like, dude that's a big one good job dude it's a big <laughs> one it's a six-week job you, of like oh wait, you get oh. a trailer and like if you were mad at them it'd be like oh so-and-so made it you have a six-week job like if it was <laughs> <laughs> but like you would say that even when you like didn't have a job like you would still like <laughs> it's just enough that it's like respectable to like everyone that's not a full-blown hater yes yes oh, we, very good we love the okay haters. oh yeah i love my haters oh, dude they're the best i love i love uh, yeah, all the I haters for them I got By the way, Rip Clomar, like Chloe Kardashian yeah. and Lamar. I, I always again? I pray for my haters. Oh. Yeah. No, they're not dead, but I mean like as a couple they broke up Long like 10 years ago. ago. Yeah. I don't know why I'm bringing it up now. I don't know cuz you might be up, maybe <laughs> you're close to going on a Lamar binge. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, I wish. Wow. Like can you imagine getting out of the house like that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but, but you know but what? true. If you think about it, this movie was a Lamar binge. Oh yeah, for sure. So like, okay, we open up in Chicago. Okay. Suburban home. Which is really Vancouver, right? I think so. I mean, I assumed it was Chicago. I don't know why I took that upon myself. No, 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 no. It, no, they they were selling Chicago. Yeah. But I always I always think is that was that Chicago or anyway. I, yeah. I don't know why they think we have to have all of our shows set in America, do we? <laughs> Um, just for production, yeah, I would think. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I'm just saying, just like just what if all TV shows just took place in Vancouver? <laughs> okay. Anyway, 
Um, so she's like getting ready and she's doing a monologue. We get like a little voiceover. I guess, yeah, monologues. It's a monologue movie. Yeah. You know that voice inside your head that you try to ignore? No matter how high you turn up the volume on everything else, it just won't go away. She's like putting on a high heel. You like see she's getting ready. And then her mom's downstairs, like setting up this really proper dinner table. By the way, your mom's like a real classy bitch. My mom. So I was thinking of Kate when I was watching this. Oh my god, I kind of thought of my mom. My mom's a little deeper than that, but well, no, that's what I was going to ask. Like on a scale to like Kate to zero, where does she fall? Um, she is not. I mean, look, her son. She didn't. She didn't even finish college. She let her son try to be a writer and go into show business and move to L.A. But in presentation. Oh, it's all about the presentation of dinner. Let me stroke these. Uh, yeah, let me stroke the napkins. It. I'm going to stroke the napkins. Everything's perfect. Honey, I follow your mom on Instagram. Oh. And I don't even think that she like knows I know you because sometimes I'll comment. Oh, and like, I think she just thinks I might be a fan. <laughs> and like, by the way, if I was her, I would believe it. Like your mom's pretty fab. Thank like you. you can tell she's cultivated a lifestyle. Yes, but, and and yeah, I think we both have similar moms too. I think your mom is, you know, she's Donna's killing it. Yes, yeah. She's got that. She, I mean, she's got the attitude and the, and, but and the what looks. would your mom think of this dining table, babe? She would have, you know, browns. What's with the browns and what's with the stones on there? Come on, you got it. You got a Ralph Lauren. What do you think she, of the china? You got a Ralph Lauren that up. It's all about Ralph Lauren. Her. But this is where the cast. Yeah. This is where the casting fell short for me. Is that Did you just say per? What? What I say? No. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> never. <laughs> oh, like perfect. I thought. Never mind. Just okay. go ahead. The, but the the mother's teeth didn't match the persona. Like. She had a fucked up grill. And I'm like, if she was rich in that, she'd have them shits fixed and perfect. Anyway. I know. Some people have a weird attachment to their teeth. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes it's a choice. No, uh, I don't know. I think it's just not thought of as a priority where I think it should be. I think they should definitely bring it up into the upper decks, first class cabins of thought. Yeah, but like... <laughs> I understand if the actress kept them that way because like, she's like, this is unique to me. Otherwise <laughs> I'm just an old blonde lady. Like I have like this unique smile. And the, and the, and the funny thing also about that, about the movie, and I mean, we'll get to it. I mean, keep going is that they are all the, the confessions of a go-go dancer. Every one of those people <laughs> oh, they have all the are potential sure. of doing that to keep the lights on. I'm scared to do the deep digging on the emotions in this movie <laughs> yes, right now. Rachel, I like don't Rachel know if Hunter, ex Sports Illustrated model, married to Rod Stewart. Rachel Hunter, she's the big bad mama, the old wise mama of a go-go place. I mean, great for Rachel yeah. Hunter. And actually, she was really good. So, um, Dude, she's the best. Like, she's... Donna is killing it for me. Yeah, I loved it. Like... Jennifer Coolidge energy at moments. Oh, yes. Like she has like a, a comedy en energy, but like she's the best character in the movie. I, I loved her. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Okay. Like, I mean, like morally. But, but her journey, but her journey, like this was the top for her. And it was probably, I always say for an actor to get a part, it's the worst thing that to happen because they think it's going to happen again. And for some it will, but for most it won't, you know, and. That's that's another conversation we'll have. Should we send anyway. fan mail, like literal fan mail to her manager's office so that they can give it to her? 
I mean, since it was 2009 and we couldn't DM him on Instagram, sure. No, I wanted to be like um, proper fan mail. I like that. I like that. She's a lady, dude. You're She's classy. a lady. You got to treat her like a lady. You know what I'm saying? I love it. You, I, I'm, you know <laughs> no, I'm like trying to think. I'm like, how do we best affect this actress? I'm like, I have some personal stationery. I could bring that out. That's better than a fucking Instagram DM being like, hey, dude. Like, <laughs> It's true. <laughs> See, and you got that Hi, from Donna. I'm such You're... a big fan. <laughs> like you are all class, especially like if we're not in the same demo. Like if someone in the same demo as you does that, but then when, like when someone's like, "You're like, how would you even know me?" Like in a million years, right? Like you're oh. literally like a fucking goth guy. <laughs> like how would you know me? And like I'm so thrilled to be thought of, you know. But right. anyway, listen. Okay. Right, go ahead. But we digress. <laughs> That will, this whole podcast will be digressions. We're fucked. And All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, her mom's basically not happy when she comes down that she had taken off her church dress. So she tells her to go back upstairs and to change into her church dress from earlier because <laughs> it'll look good for the pictures, she says. So I'm assuming this event is like some sort of real event and probably not just dinner at home, but it is. Um, right. So, okay, <laughs> let's play 103 <laughs> to 334 during the dinner. So, Eric, will you be driving down and back with us? I guess so. It depends. It's been nice having my little girl home again. Your father and I got you a little going away present. It just happens to be so perfect for school and for work next summer. We're sending you off in style. <laughs> Just because you're going to be a lawyer, it doesn't mean you can't be a lady. Wow. <laughs> you guys really shouldn't have. Listen, there's something I have to tell you. I'm not going. To law school, I mean. What the hell are you talking about? We've already paid your tuition. You're going to law school. I want to act. You want to be an actress? Kind of snuck up on me. I took a couple of classes, and then I was the second lead in the senior play. The head of the Darrow Theatre Academy saw me and told me I should audition. I did, and I got in. <laughs> You guys both wanted law school for me so badly that I thought I did too. But I don't. Did you know about this? You're her boyfriend. Yes, but... Can't you say something to her? Who's going to pay for this acting school of yours? You pay Jamie's tuition. Your brother is getting his master's. He's going to be a psychologist. If you want to go to a real school, well, that's fine. If not... You're going to have to support yourself. I'll get a job. Well, what about tuition and books and gas? Details, Jane. You always forget about the details. Well, that went well, considering. Don't worry. 
They just need some time. Not to be a bitch, <laughs> but like, what did she expect? The mom? No, the daughter? Jane? No, like, what did she, what did Jane expect? Like, no. this is absurd. Yeah. Like, her parents have already put down a fucking down payment on yeah. law school. You're at a celebratory dinner for law school, and you're like, I'm going to be an actress. Yeah, but, but the funny... <laughs> like, it is not an easy career path you have chosen to, like, disturb. And you're... And- then you're pay and you're on your way. Yeah. Suddenly you're on your, you know, in the, I get, we understand the spirit of where they were trying to go with it, but they pretty much like just acted the outline. Yeah. And there was, and, and I thought Jane really doesn't have really levels of emotion, but either the parents. So I guess maybe that helps, but everyone's just very matter of fact, there's no emotion. Yeah. I reading. uh, Yeah. I wouldn't have even cut the fucking, gratuitous dancing i loved that actually i thought that was really like campy and fun and yeah, i have to get i, I actually scrolled do. through it i scrolled through it i'm like all right oh, you i felt get it uncomfortable? i didn't feel no i'm not a, you know what i'm not a strip club. no i did every one of these girls has a dad or this is the right? victoria's secret lingerie show this is like nothing that's it that's the best part is that it's lifetime so like they can show right right you you could like literally nurse your child at these clothes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like well, they do they do sell nugs there so you get chicken nugs oh hell yeah um, but no, actually i don't like strip clubs <laughs> because i am look as i'm a writer i'm empathetic so when i see these girls up there i'm like dude I'm like I'm thinking what these they're thinking behind the scenes. It's also like embarrassing. Like yeah, obviously, like it's so embarrassing to think of like all of it. Yes, so that I can't help but think of who this person is as opposed to what's happening in in that. So yeah, I felt. Tell me, can we talk about the fact that um, they could have cut the last three scenes of this movie, like yeah. literally. <laughs> use the time anywhere else to like yes lay out this story i guess it is based on a true story i just kind of don't believe this girl changed her mind at dinner one night that she's going yeah yeah no yeah i think it was um you know modified obviously for our story arc but shit there's no emotion no one was it it was just it was they were going even when she danced there was no emotion Everyone is fucking reading the script. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's okay. We'll get into it. So um, Jane's like at art school already and she looks absolutely miserable. She's like walking around like a ghoul on campus and she sees this woman who is selling, I guess, like the opportunity to meet a guy for headshots. Mm-hmm. And she's like, listen, like you got to invest to like make it far in this business baby she's telling her how it is and they go back and forth about how like she isn't a student there but she's been to workshops there someone always walks out throws up cries but the teacher's not as bad as she thinks okay so i she's a liar like now that i've like rewatched this three times i'm really thinking about it you can never trust a word out of her mouth She's a predator. She is a liar throughout. Yeah. Okay. Right. So 
Let's set up properly then if you, when you come to think about it. She's like, listen, the photographer's my boyfriend, Kurt Powell. We can like do a meeting or something. And Jane's like, I can't afford it. And the girl's basically like, this is like the whole scene is her entrapping her. Like this is actually like yes. probably a form of trafficking. Oh, this is this is um, what's your name from Jeffrey Epstein's. Uh, this is this a, Gal- she's Ghislaine Maxwell. She is completely her. <laughs> But but Ghislaine like was a was like a B partner like this girl's doing it truly on her own like everyone's a pawn. Yeah, you're right. Ooh, I like that. True though. Ooh, she's disgusting, man. So, <laughs> um, basically, like they do this like lesson in her theater class where it's called see and be seen. And um, the theater teacher instructs her to lay down on the floor like starfish style, essentially. <laughs> and every student is going to come and stand around her in a circle and stare at her. So she has to like lay there. Her whole class comes around, stares at her, which like, oh, my God, acting must be hell. Right. Like, did you have to do that? Uh, uh, no, um, no, I have a whole nother. I have a whole nother two hours on acting school those are those are another predators that's that's like that's another (laughs) acting teacher with with psychological manipulations you know trying to pick apart the weak and for no reason just making you miserable and saying that's part of acting not to be a dick but like based on this movie because i know this is based on a true story but based on this movie like maybe her parents were right like maybe i don't care about the (laughs) the movie like maybe her parents were right she should have gone to law school she yeah. got like fucking snatched up. Well, you know what? I also don't want to be discriminatory necessarily because I don't want it to be like, oh, she got snatched up to go go dance. While like, <laughs> maybe I would feel bad if a girl got sucked into a cult. It's the same thing. The same exact thing. It's the same. Uh, it's the same recruiting process. Just the end product is separate, right? Yeah. If you could be the first person in a pyramid scheme, would you do it? No, I'd be second and third, so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. All right, listen. So yeah. professor's like, that's great, okay? <laughs> she basically is just like, we're gonna like be all about our body, mind, and soul. So it's just like this is the level of the acting class, which is like mortifying. Like imagine like just getting into like law school and then having to access that. I don't know. So Jane finishes uh, work for the day. She's working in like a department store beauty section and she meets her boyfriend, Eric, whose name I Mm -hmm. thought was Josh for like the whole movie. I know. I have to dig deeper into that. (laughs) He looks like (laughs) one dude. Um, Yeah, he did. He looked like, he looked like Andrew McCarthy in uh, St. Elmo's fire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was a like, but he was like a more attractive version of that to me. Yeah, you know, this little preppy kid. I, I mean, I grew up with those preppy kids. Dude, so. NGL, like that. I have a crush on him, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, that was twelve years ago. That movie. So, how's he look now? I'm gonna put. No, I'm talking about the guy in this movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not gonna look that up. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up for you. <laughs> 
Because I'm going no, to make the connection. No, I will. But that's like embarrassing. Isn't it like embarrassing when you say that, like, you think someone's hot when they're young and then someone's like, oh, let's look them up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, that's like, just wanna... like, fuck, like my crush looks like crazy now. I don't want to know. I want him to live in my memory like yeah. that. Okay, fine. No, I understand. That's why we'll always have confessions of a go-go girl. So, um, always, yeah. So, when she finishes work for the day, her boyfriend is waiting for her outside um, against an archway. It's very, like, cinematic, I would say. Like, I was like, oh, this is when I know Uh they mean business. Because that involves a lot of, like, clearance. So, they catch up on their days. And she mentions that she needs to get some money for headshots. And he tells her, you know, I'll get them for you as a gift. And she's like, oh, so we're going to your dad's dinner tonight. Like, is it just going to be me? Like the only civilian with all these lawyers? And he's like, dude, I haven't told my dad. Like, keep it on the DL. Like, I just am not in a place to bring that up to my dad. That was the one dickish thing he did. Yeah, it is. But like, what if he was surprised too? Like how long I would, that's where I would have used the extra scenes at the end. So Jane's um, like in the city proper, so to speak in jeans and a blazer. And she walks up to this old fire station that Angela and Kurt live in. And it's impressive, dude. Like what the fuck's the rent on that bitch? And I thought it was Kurt's place. I assumed he was like the rich photographer boyfriend. Um, so she goes up there and it's like chic as fuck. Like the art is great. It's really cute, especially for the interior design for the time period that this was shot in advanced. I'll go ahead and say that. So Jane says she wishes like, you know, she had her own place. Like, Oh, I live at my parents' house. (laughs) She's like, not chic, like thinking about where she goes. So, um, Kurt comes out and she, you know, they sit down and he's kind of like just being like a douche photographer. And she's letting him sit back and like she's sitting back and like letting him do his thing. Right. He looks at the pictures that her friend took, which is so I mean, that's like some of the crushing moments of this were like the photos her friend took of her. What do you mean? The ones that Kurt critiqued like they were. Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, you have no soul. And like literally it looked like you live at the Oakwood and like your mom just got an iPhone like 13. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, those were yeah. It was very almost it was glamour shots without the feather boa. That would have been better for like commercial acting, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> so um he's like, you know, you gotta take a part of a person's soul. Like he's like doing the, you know. He was really creepy. He was extra creepy. Yeah, he was super creepy. I was thinking like total poly moment because Angela gets him oh, to they were- admit to like doing a 350 package for her 350 for the photos and he's like yeah Yeah. he's like i'm willing to do that as long as you stay for dinner so (laughs) i'm gonna play the dinner scene because it's just so good you know people say i look like marlon brando Mm -hmm. and i think that he's my old man I'm serious, okay? I know it sounds crazy, but him and my mom went armadillo hunting just outside of Albuquerque once when he was there, you know, doing a movie. I can't remember which one, but he picked her up at a diner. And Anyways, they never did get any armadillo. Well, I think you're much handsomer than ever. How'd you two meet? Ah. I took a picture. 
he he set up the camera and he looked down the lens and he said the greatest thing. He said, "You're a woman warrior." And then she said the greatest thing back. She goes, "Let's make this a big deal." That was uh, three years and four months ago, and he's been sober ever since. Only one drink a day, right, baby? That's right. I got it down to a science. All right, I gotta uh, go to work. Oh, babe. Uh, I'm running a little low again. He's a true artist. No concept of money. You know the type? Actually, I don't. Everyone I know has a very clear concept of money. Oh yeah. It's uh, forty-two thousand dollars right there. It's not bad for a college dropout. Okay, dude, she's getting indoctrinated into a fucking cult right now by this bitch. Oh, man, she's getting the hard sell. I mean, she's like, ooh, you don't pass someone for dinner the first night, usually. No, she, like, also takes out a cash box. $42,000 she has in there. That's a big, that's a big flex. She's showing her big-ass nut, and she's <laughs> like, come on with me. I got to go to work. Let's go. So the two of them walk to her like work and she's like, here, this is me. And she's outside of a go-go club. (laughs) Uh And at first it's so lame. You have to remember, dude, this is actually probably an actual exterior for like a Toronto strip club. Dave and Buster's. No, I think it's a real nudie (laughs) club, dude. The only times I've been to Canada, nudes everywhere. They live so different. Their culture hits different. I bet. So Jane's like, oh, my God, like you were going to go go club. And she's like, yeah, come on. I'll give you the full experience. So as soon as they get in there, because she's like literally being led into a trap. Um, yes. And this is the thing. People don't think always about the consequences of this. It's not the act itself. It's the consequences. And she's going to suffer them in this movie. And completely get everything back that she lost (laughs) in 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 three scenes. So, um, yeah, Jane is obviously totally out of place. I mean, the bit is kind of that she looks like I don't know. She's giving me like Parker Posey. She's giving me like oh yeah. She has like this fresh energy to her. She has like a very just. She looks like she just looks like a like a funny like cute brunette girl right she's killing it yeah she's the every woman girl next door sort of presentation she's in a button-down blouse like she's dressed like a fucking dork let's be real she's going to an office so yeah oh the cutest dork but like like weird khakis throughout the whole movie the mother gave the daughter a brown leather suitcase as a going away present oh yeah it looked like she was handed down from Willie Loman. They're that family. They're like a Brooks Brothers family for sure. 
Oh yeah, a lot of browns. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Rich letters. Angela's boss Nick comes over. Nick's a real character, and I wasn't gonna clip this part. Um, I clipped later on Nick, but like I just he made a great impression right away. And Angela right away introduces Jane as her new best friend. And um, she's got to get dressed backstage. So he offers her a drink. She's like, no, I'm good. And then Nick gets on the mic and introduces a f- the featured dancer, the siren of Sugar Grove. She's too hot to handle. Get ready to feel the burn. Aurora. So that's Angela's stage name. That was the best intro that was the best part of the whole movie oh it was great like the intros were great that will buy that will get me into a world so (laughs) fast when someone's on a microphone i'm like oh i'm i buy this world like i'm here so angela uh comes out on stage and she's wearing like black lingerie she's killing it she's a fucking go-go dancer um and uh they do lots of like tight body shots. So like to the point that I almost was like, that can't be the actress. They can't just be like having, I mean, I don't know who else is typing. Gratuitous insert shots. Yeah. I was just like, why would they have her like do that? And like, now that I'm like thinking about a lot of gyrations, what are the notes? Less gyrations. Yeah. I mean, Oh, there you go, Todd. You're exactly right. What? How do they let us know without letting us know? You're right. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't even what? think about that. Cause I was like, that's so weird that they keep showing like her torso. And I'm like, oh, Molly. Right. Cause they can't fucking show her like thrusting her crotch, you idiot. It's lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> All they could do is gyrate. You can't do that on lifetime, dude. <laughs> it's fucking Elvis Presley uh, rock and roll rules out there. Shoot him from the waist up. We can't see that. You can't see that rock and roll cause that lower body thrusting. Yeah, no, I know. Like, God forbid, dude. Like, I can't. So Jane tells Nick that she can't believe that Angela actually does this. All of those people staring at her. And I'm thinking to myself, girl, you picked the wrong career. Like, if you (laughs) like the just that, I mean, you already did the speak and spell or whatever that exercise was called. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was it was a bukkake practice scene. Right. So, Jesus. <laughs> it was horrible. So, You're going to stand there. Okay. <laughs> horrible. It was horrible. Well, they like almost felt like, like jellyfish. Like you were at the bottom of the ocean and jellyfish were Ooh. staring up at you. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's scary. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Or, or, or Bukaki. Or, <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'll make a lot of money. So Nick's like, I've trained a lot of girls over the year. Do you have any idea how many kids I've put through college, including my own? He, he knows it when he's when he sees it. And he goes, These oh, are family people. I know. I know, dude. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you're putting people's kids? I get understand the comedy. Corbin Burnson. But like, is he impregnating girls at the strip club? <laughs> Not, only at the Tantra. They do that. I guess. So Angela is uh, really getting into her dance and the guys are even more into it. There's like, you know, we're just establishing there's a lot of money to be made and it's not a bad place to work. She's very adored. So Nick says at the time that in the time that they've been sitting there, all of that money on the stage could have been hers. Jane's clearly thinking about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's thinking hard. 
so then she goes to work the next day and uh, Angela comes in to pay her a visit at the mm-hmm. fucking mall. Dude, this bitch is, Lancome. She's a fucking serial killer, dude. She went in for that. Drugs, dude. Yeah. Don't do drugs, y'all. All right. 1743 to 1915. For real? You're crazy. <laughs> I can't accept that. You don't have to do everything the hard way, Jane. This was half an hour out of my life. I could never get up there like that in front of all those men. It would make me feel like a piece of meat. Well, they're not thinking, and I'm not feeling. By the way, it's, uh, it's no different than the little sales pitch you give every woman who comes in here. It's different. No, it's not. You tell her what she wants to hear. She walks away feeling better about herself. You take the money. I show them what they want to see. They have a good time. I take the money. There's nothing wrong with a little fantasy. I'll be right back. It's a good color for you. I don't usually wear something like this. Gives you a little lift, an extra something. Could use a little lift. My boyfriend stumped me, so. Well, well then definitely don't get that one unless you want it back. <laughs> See? I was right. You're a natural. Selling lipstick and dancing for men aren't the same thing. You're wrong. Try it once. But I'm warning you, it's addictive. Just take the bag, Jane. Okay, I'll keep it for you then. I'm sorry if I uh, misunderstood you. Dude, okay. Come on, mommy gave you a brown leather bag. Fucking Paul Feig stole a simple plan from that fucking scene. This bitch walks up in here in a black hat, all rich as fuck, talks to this like plain brunette girl that's also like really pretty. And then she's like, come on, come work in my fucking sex cult, bitch. And she's wearing like a fucking hat, dude. I think he stole this movie. I think he was like watching a Lifetime movie one day. Yeah. Maybe subconsciously. And he said, there's something there. What? The hat in the hat? The hat, the energy, the, uh, you know, blonde on brunette action, the weird. Right sexual subtext no. i think he watched this and stole that i will say that <laughs> well i don't know i'm gonna even go back there's a scene also where it's a very basic film you 101 but still thought where she where she's wearing all black and she's wearing white like fucking spy versus spy devil versus angel you know but it's a little on the nose oh our villain is going to wear black or black hat dog she's a virgin that's the thing is we're supposed to think she's like virginal dude jane is like actually jane i don't know what jane did in high school or in college when did she meet fucking eric maybe jane is not a virgin maybe jane's really experienced (laughs) probably the quiet ones are the ones you got to watch out for so yeah it's the ones who talk a big game those are the dead fish. Dude, I would love that if like a <laughs> like a plot twist in this was that Angela was actually a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> How gross. How weird. No, but if she was like low-key at the end, like, of course not. I'm Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I love it. 
<laughs> no, I know I am so weird. Like, <laughs> no, I love it. You got to turn that shit on its head. I just wanted something more interesting than what we got. No offense. Like, this was actually a pretty great movie. I'm going to give this like on a lifetime world, like eight out of ten. Like, fine. Okay. All right, good. Above. Her, her, I mean, and she was a pretty good actress. I thought that one, the blonde. I mean, she was all right. I mean, she there was a scene. I guess we'll get to it. I'm going to wait till we get. She kind of has that thing where she looks a little different in every scene. Yes. Maybe it was. Which is like so mysterious, right? Like that's so like, what the fuck? Like maybe they did. That would be kind of deep, actually, if they use different actresses. I bet you they could have. Okay. So she comes and visits her, gives her the purse, blah, blah, blah. She's like, live a little Jane. So Jane gets home to her parents' house and they're drinking wine and looking at their laptop. Like her parents are like obnoxiously perfect. Like, if you have that, you're yeah. probably lucky or your life is hell. Like, pick a lane. Right. I right. don't know. I definitely think it's inheritance. Those two don't look like power players to me. Dad looked like a lightweight. Oh, dog. Are you kidding me? This is like a huge part of the plot. I understand, but I'm not buying it. Because like the Catholic school. Oh, I understand that. Yeah, I understand it. I guess. Yeah. They look very good. They were like, he's implying like we fucking struggled for you, man. I'm like, what is your earning? Like, what do you did you invent something? Okay, (laughs) so (laughs) her parents are like, yeah, we're booking us like a resort in Antigua, Antigua. And Jane's like, I can't go, dude. I have like school until the 21st. They're like, it's just acting school. Come on the vacation anyway. So she like sets that well no it totally is offensive yeah. like they're like you don't have finals or anything and i'm like oh, actually the whole funny. movie hinges on the fact that she has a final that's hysterical it's so true so true girl okay so jane goes to acting class and the teacher asks if they ever want to be someone else so this is like their semester long project is that they have to become a character and they have to inhabit that character they're basically like go on a method acting spree which actually feels like a legal liability based off of what came here because she's like just become you know a person that like you wouldn't take home to your parents um That's a good place to jump off, she says. So we cut to the nightclub where a woman in a three-piece lingerie set, I do believe that's Donna, is dancing on the stage. And um, Jane comes up behind Nick and goes, I'll try it. So he sends Jane out on stage in her fucking button-up top dog. I saw that. Her side part with her, like, she's just like a preppy girl. Jeans and, like, cowboy boots. Hot. Is it like I was like, honestly, it took me like a minute of like writing down in my notes. I'm like, oh, fi- I was finally like, oh, I guess I could see the appeal. So it's she's, her character. No, her character was the schoolgirl. Yeah. OK. She looks like I don't know. She honestly, what I wrote in my notes was um because she's wearing like a barrette and her first move is to like take out her barrette sexy. Right. Um, <laughs> she seems like I don't know, like the weird neighbor that you didn't know was freaky, like not yeah. even like girl next door. Like it's like, oh, I, that's like a STEM girl. OK, it's like it's a it's a dorky little dance. It's very endearing. And she's wearing straight up white panties, white bra, fucking right. athletic socks on the stage. Love so it. Angela walks in and she has like a little like with Nick. They do lots of secrets in this movie, which I guess is in lieu of phones. Um, yeah, in lieu of a pipe or just a or sh- anything, in, I guess. Yeah. Dish. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're right, though, about the phone note. Like, I'm trying now, I'm looking for phone moments. There's no phones yet. Yeah, because, like, this is a well written movie. That's like a criticism I have sometimes in these movies where I'm like, oh, you just like use the phone. It's it's because it's the generate. I mean, I'm getting to the generational storytelling. I'm going to get into it, but it's there's there's a little more process in it. Then, you know, there's a little more process is all I'm going to say. And um, a little more thought. Then what generation? What's the what's the split? Oh, you're like, oh, phone heads like millennials are phone heads. Yeah, sure. Is that, <laughs> I don't even know. Dude, is, are you calling me a fucking phone head? No, but you know, how to t- you were you were a writer before. Like you didn't learn. I think it's people who were born and know and don't know life before um, um, iPhones and you know, social media. Yeah. I love the internet. <laughs> Here's the thing that some kids, okay. Some kids stole a joke from an old movie. That I saw, but the kid's joke was, Hey, I got this girl back to my crib. Right. And the girl's there and she goes, I just got to take this off. And she takes off, you know, her eyelashes. Well, I got to take this off. She takes off her wig. Then her leg falls off. Like it just deteriorates. Right. Um, uh-huh. And that was the funny scene. Oh my God. But that scene was, I'm, and I'm going to get you sucker, right? And the whole movie was him, it was Keenan Ivory Wayans digging this girl, and you built it up, and they were teasing. There was four or five scenes of buildup before you got that reveal. And to realize, you know, you need that buildup before the funny joke is more crafty and more processed than just the joke. I agree, man. That's it. And off the pedestal. I think you're fucking with it, dude. But I feel like this movie has that this movie has more process to it. Like, you, I mean, you follow the arcs, you get it, even though it's all on the nose. No, I but... fucking watch them every week. No, this is like a very well done movie. Like all you right. can tell there was drafts. Like you can tell like, <laughs> there's yeah. like more, like you can tell that it wasn't like 20 hands on deck. Like there right. was probably a writer that actually went to set. Right. And I noticed um, uh, there's a producer named Robert Greenwald on that, by the way. Movie producer. Oh, no relation. Fucking way. Yeah. Don't know, Robbie. Nice job, Robbie. (laughs) Keep that name going. So, um, okay. Jane's like collecting her money. She's loving it. Then Jane's going to like get initiated in the back room. Nick is going to first lay out the the laws of the land. Um, This is like a 45 second scene. 2356 to 2423. All right, believe it or not, we do have some rules. Those would be house rules. You do not show a thing. No top, no bottom. You keep your crack to yourself. You never know when the inspector's going to show up. He finds me, you pay. You take your tips right here. What you do with it after that, I don't care. Four hour shift, half hour on, half hour off, 20 bucks an hour. You keep the tips. Hallelujah. Dressing room's downstairs to your right. Don't forget to smile. And hey, sweetie, have fun. This episode is sponsored by Book of the Month. I've been subscribed to Book of the Month for three months now, and I'm obsessed. If you're a big reader or maybe even a lapsed big reader who's been wanting to get back into it regularly, consider checking it out. Book of the Month, they read like hundreds of books every month from new and emerging authors, and they whittled on the list to just the very best. They provide you a diverse little selection of hardcover fiction to pick from, which is an element of it that I really love. I can find going into the bookstore to be super overwhelming. And when I know I have about a dozen really solid options to choose from, it makes the decision way easier. 
Plus, it's cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free. And there's a loyalty program with rewards and even lower prices if you choose to stick around. There's an app where you can pick your upcoming books and track the progress of your reading. And there are challenges on there with rewards. Your book arrives in a super aesthetically pleasing box, by the way. That's the kind of touch that I always really appreciate. Personally, I read at my own pace. Sometimes I can only get to one of my two books a month, and I keep the ones I haven't read yet on my windowsill right next to my bed so I can just see them all there. It inspires me to pick one up and read. It's nice to have options in front of you. If you're interested in trying it out, you can get your first book for $5 with code pastel at bookofthemonth.com. That's code pastel at bookofthemonth.com. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. No areolas. No. That's how fucking Stormy Daniels got arrested, dog. This is like America, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's about cracking down on the go-go, jo- go-go joint. Yeah. It's crazy, though. Like, I cannot believe guys would go to a strip club sober. That's fucking crazy that guys yeah. do that in L.A. Like, I don't even yeah. understand, like, they, how they got a pregame. Are. They got a pregame. Yeah, they pregame, but like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't, whatever. Listen, so Jane uh, heads into the dressing room and all these girls are getting ready. And Angela congratulates her on being a go go girl. She's being welcomed into the fucking cult. And then my girl, Donna, is the first to introduce herself. Mm-hmm. There's no like house mom at a strip club like this, but like Donna kind of low key is the house mom. She is. Oh, she's. 100%. And also, she's like someone who's going to be working if she wants till she's 60 in this position because she's got side hustles going. Like she. Major side hustle. Donna's going to come in as the house mom, I think, in the in the series that I'm adapting. <laughs> so I love it. She basically is like, Donna's like, oh, I wanted to be an actress, too. I wanted to do musicals. But then I had a daughter 13 years ago. She's been in the game. Her daughter's 13 years old. So Jane asked her if her daughter knows that her mom's a dancer. And she's like, oh, of course, she's fine with it. I get her a babysitter. I spend my days at home with her. And I'm like, Donna, this is such a practical approach to this job. And I do love Mm -hmm. that she's also like the symbol of like, you don't always wind up doing drugs with the fucking weirdo in an apartment. (laughs) <laughs> so angela chimes in and she's like you know you get regulars by hooking them in and reeling them in so angela's all about money she's very much the devil yeah. donna is the angel hello mm-hmm. so jane says that uh 
Donna looks great. And Donna's like, oh, I, I can make you clothes. No problem. I do it all the time. Um, right. Side hustle. So Angela shows her uh, the makeup she needs for stage and the body glue. So nothing pops out. And Jane's like, I need a name. And so, um, you know, apparently they want her to have like. So she like decides right now, which is not I, I don't know if it's really followed through enough for me, but like she's creating her acting class character based off of doing this. Like that's her justification in the moment. I, I kind of like it. Yeah, I like it. But this is also based on a true story. Oh, I see. So ultimately, it's, you know, the the comeback to not going back, you know, come back into the right side of the fence was more of this was an exercise for her for acting class. Interesting. Mm. Nice. So uh, Angela never cared about acting. She always was just about like recruiting the, recruiting the new girls. That's all I want to say. So okay. uh, Jane comes in uh, in a plaid shirt and jean shorts. He has her do like another sort of shift and she does a country girl thing this time. And the crowd is going crazy, dude. She's like the new chick on the block. Everyone's fucking obsessed. Nick even introduces her by saying she's been under wraps and locked away like a virgin. The Windy City's mm. best kept secret, the lovely Dylan. Dude, her Love name's it. Dylan, okay? Which is like such a smart marketing move. Um, yeah, how, how do you say it? Tell me. Well, she's like a Parker. Like, I think she does have Parker Posey energy. Like, I think it's like a man's oh, she name. Does. She's got this like dark hair. Yes. She's very like she looks smart and clean and like. I love it. I don't know. She looks not virginal, but like she's. Oh, God. Guys are like fucking gross, dude. I don't know. <laughs> yes. No, I look. I already said I don't go to strip club because I'm uncomfortable. But um, yeah. Okay. We're. Okay, listen, so she prances onto the stage. Fucking dudes are eating it up. One guy in the audience, like this little old man, like the kind that Anna Nicole would marry. He's like, are you named after Dylan Thomas, my favorite poet? And then like this guy in the front row, like as if some like 24 year old drunk guy is like going to fight an old man. He's like, no, she's named after my favorite poet, Bob Dylan. So they're having like this moment. She's like, I'm both of your Dylan. So right away, dude, she's a match. She's. She's got it because she, she knew how to sell that woman lipstick. She's natural. True. No, she's got the she's a sociopath, too, I guess, you know, it, or like <laughs> she, she it comes to her easily. So uh, Eric and Dylan are eating ice cream out of like a huge gallon tub, like the kind that no in the cleanest kitchen you've and like they were they went to a model house and they just snuck in and put a car oh for <laughs> sure. But like also that's not like rich people. Ice cream never comes in a container that big. No, maybe no. in Canada and made out of cardboard, like a huge gallon Please. like that. Come on now. So that's maybe Edie's at best. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he's like, you know, you're not like me. Like I like I'm not like you rather like I'm not brave. I could never do what you do. You took the leap. Like she's like, no, you're amazing at being a lawyer. He's like, no, but like you're you're better than me. Basically, I think he is a little whipped, dude. I mean, he'd have to be. Oh, he's a some, he pushes think, back know. when like things get weird. Was that a pushback? Was it more? I don't know. My my crush, I'm just saying, is like more nuanced than I thought. <laughs> right. So <laughs> he's, he's a little too whipped for you. You want some edge? 
Jane goes to the fire station to like get her photos taken by Kurt. Angela's out for the day. So Angela trusts the two of them alone, which is crazy because Kurt is totally inappropriate. And they do a little photo shoot. And he's like, you know, with no lights. I like that. I, I wish a former guest slash friend of the pod, Jen Neese, could submit her thoughts on this scene because she's a photographer and one of her favorite things is like gross male photographer speak because he's like, <laughs> who are you looking at right now? What are you seeing? Like, don't answer me. Babe. Like, he's like pulling her shirt down. Like, it's totally uh, horny shit. And Angela comes in right after they finish the shoot and she gives Kurt the $350, right? Jane's like, here's a $350 I owe you. And then Angela goes, oh, and then an extra 75 for friend. <laughs> that was so weird <laughs> well like that's like she was so confident like she came in this is the energy that she had she came in like oh i don't even give a shit that you've been with my boyfriend like in fact like i'm not even going to greet you like my friend i'm going to greet you like you're here for business yes. so that when i shake you down for another 75 dollars you're actually questioning whether or not we were ever friends uh i love it <laughs> don't you think Yes. And also she walked in on it after right after they had a really uh nice hug. A little little longer than usual hug. She didn't even mention it. She's like, Yeah, whatever. That's the whole point. She's like, I don't care. She's like, What are you doing? You're just a customer to me, bitch. Extra seventy-five bucks. So right, let's go. She's gangster. So um she's like, by the way, you're like a real teacher's pet around the go-go dancing studio nick says or club or whatever nick thinks you're like the best he's actually thinking about starting to put you on night shows and she's like as a feature creator she's like no but as a ranking one um which you could have just lied to her about looking back jane comes home and her parents are playing cards which is like so cute um and she tells her mom she was at rehearsal that night and her mom's like, no, something's up. My friend Nancy went by the department store and said that you weren't there. She's like, yeah, because I'm a floater now. Uh, so she's, she's agile. Yeah. And her dad's like, oh, okay. And by the way, I got a letter from law school and um, they're going to refund the tuition. Like, honestly, God bless. Um, but they are going to yeah. keep the $2,500 deposit, which I was like, honey, you are so lucky that that's what you got away with. Front. Like most schools are like 10 grand. What? A deposit? College is like 80 grand now. College is 80 grand a year. Yeah. Much more. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is my 20 out USC. I don't know, Todd. Not everyone goes to USC. I, 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 I think college is a racket anyway. We can get to that. Dude, no, you're like the G. Like, you're such a G. Like, we'll have to, maybe it'll no. come up later, but like, you're truly a G for what you did for your kid. Like, you're brilliant. Thank you. You're brilliant. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, she's like, here's the money, dad. She like hands him a wad of cash. Here's the down payment and I'll pay you back with uh, in interest. And by the way, I'm moving out, which is like such a fuck you. Like, she's crazy, dude. She's <laughs> actually kind of a crazy chick. Well, she, yeah, I mean, she's she's gotten some more mojo because she's uh, dancing now, right? Like, it's so crazy that her parents are so controlling of her life, but they let her pull that shit. Like, that's crazy what she just did. She just that's dropped out of craziest school. Thing. And is like in debt and showing up to the house with like a lot of money. I love it. You know what I mean? It's good shit. The parents, the parents, yeah, the Catholic parents, right? Or Christian? What are they? What are they playing? 
Yeah, they should like go up to her room and be like, no, (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't matter that she's an adult. This is like a lot of major life changes in a week and a half. Yes. I'd be worried. So, yeah, that's like we got to talk to a therapist before. Like, I want you to like caution you to stay home. So Jane's Adana is getting a new outfit for work that Donna made. It's 60 for the like negligee sort of thing. It's sort of like a fembot outfit a little bit um, <laughs> and 30 like for the shoes. So I'm like a $90 outfit dog. Like, that's amazing. And, but sweet Donna's like, don't worry, you'll make up for it in tips the first night. And I'm like, Donna, of course you will. Like, I would fucking hope her this whole movie's a hoax. Like, she's got to be making more than 90 bucks a night so donna's daughter comes in and she's like holding a game boy or something and she's embarrassed to be in front of her jane's like you know kind of covering herself she's being a lot more modest and elizabeth is a sex positive child like in the best possible way she's like i'm not flinching at a strange woman's body like nature is beautiful like i'm in a safe space my mom would never allow this to happen so like yeah she's great so She's like, hey, like, do you want to stay for lunch? Which like a talkative only child. So well adjusted. Um, yes. And after like, so she like leaves to go get her mom's purse. And she's like, Donna's like, my husband left like a year into her life. Like we haven't spoken since. This is like kind of the greatest gift that's ever happened to me, though. You got to do what you got to do. Like, I do like that. They took the time. I appreciate that. Truly. Because. Yeah. Mad girls be on OnlyFans and shit now. Like people are just out <laughs> there, and like you do need to know that there can be longevity in the in the career. Like I don't want, I don't like the attitude either of like never do it. Like you gotta weigh the consequences. But I do like that they're showing from Don Don's perspective that you can Don 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 Don. <laughs> I like that they're showing that you can do it well. Do you have a friend named Donna? Yeah, I do. All right, so that and you call her Donna. Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, like, how did she come up with that so fast? I'm like, she's got to have a friend named Don. <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, shout out to Don Don. Don Don. Okay, so <laughs> people are always like, think it's so funny when I say that's what I call her, but I'm like, what else would you call her? Like, right. Don's? Donna? No, it's Don Don. <laughs> like, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. So, um, yeah, basically, uh, Jane comes into the dressing room after a happy hour shift in a white bra and panties with a silk robe <laughs> on top. And mm-hmm. Donna's there. Nick comes in while they're talking. And then Angela's going to enter after. Let's play 36, 32 to 37, 28. Well, look at you. I told you my outfits paid for themselves. You know what? I think you're ready for another one. Maybe something with a little bit more flash. Oh, no, you know you don't. No, you don't. She's got a good thing going with this girl next door routine. Maybe you can come up with a, ooh, a candy stripe or a costume or something. You know what, Nick? You remind me of my ex-husband. Well, that's funny because you remind me of my ex-wife. Oh, which one? You. I'm giving you the 8 o'clock shift starting Thursday night. Comes with a raise, 7 bucks an hour. The eight o'clock? Yeah, 50 bucks more in tips, working the night crowd at least. Oh my God, thank you, wow. Uh, you're welcome. I uh, I don't think she's ready for Thursday night. Why don't we start her on Tuesday and see how it goes? Oh, she's got a nice following. Regulars, guys calling in. Thursday, Dylan's going prime time. You know what, honey? You're not going to get done working until midnight. And then you've got to be at school in the morning. You're burning the candle at both ends. You can handle it. 
basically all you need to know is that our girl Dylan is killing it. All right. She's like number one stripper. She's like on the Spotify chart. She's burning them up. So Angela's getting like very jealous right away. We're seeing a lot of like petty jealousy. And Jane goes to her parents' house. Her brother is there. Now, this is like one of the worst parts of the movie. Her brother's disgusting. Yeah, he, and he's weird looking. No, he's like truly Eric Trump. Like he just looks, <laughs> he looks like he has some fucking outlier genes, yeah. dude. Like he's oh, like 100%. on some like other thing where it's like, oh, I guess he is related, but like he does. No, look he's Appalachian. They've gotten so much plastic surgery. Like for men, like by the way, men should be empowered to get plastic surgery. But those who have gotten so much plastic surgery, it's crazy. Like I'm almost <laughs> proud. That's almost the thing I'm the most proud of them for. Is like really? just going for it with their faces. Yeah, they tried their fucking best, dog. Like, anyway, so well, I'm, well, you know, yeah, no, I know you're a New Yorker. Like, you can't even begin to touch the surface because you'll, well, yes, my mother. It's our lives. Let's talk about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they're in this formal living room. Her brother's a cunt, and then um, we find out that he's there speaking at a conference for the American Society of Family Therapists. And his wife, Ooh. or sorry, his fiance Lily, is there with him because she took a leave of absence from the firm to plan the wedding, which is such a niche. Like that is such a 2007 statement. Like you don't even know the economy is about to crash. <laughs> so true oh my god yes. remember when people would like write into cosmo and be like is it professional if i take like a six month leave from work to plan my wedding right. <laughs> that was like a whole thing so um her mom and dad are like actually how are you doing by the way we haven't seen you since you moved out she's like school is great love the apartment and her mom's like you know based on your new look you're probably outselling everyone at the department store because she's like not even trying to hide that she's doing better right. she's already like upgraded she's probably got that haircut like she's got a whole thing she's going paying on paying shit back yeah for sure so her dad's like do you have my money and she's like yeah she throws a bundle of cash at the man so Jane, her mom, and Lily go on a shopping spree in the city the next day. And this is when she finds out that Lily, her sister-in-law, is calling her mom, mom now. Oh. Do you do that, like, with your no, wife? Like, you've been married, all. right? I, I kind of, like, I know. I, this and, is going to be and kind they of were expecting it. Right. Right. And I feel bad because it was a generational thing. But I go, look, I have four parents. that I, yeah. I, 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 I was confused about what to call them then. So I'm not adding more to the mix. Sorry. No disrespect, but the person. <laughs> Dude, that's an appropriate stance. Like, I feel like that's a respect thing. Like, I Thank understand you. why some families do it. I would never feel comfortable. No, it's, it's you're in the cult. Yeah. Like, I'd call Welcome like Ariana cult. Grande mom before I would like call. A hundred percent. And so, daddy with an eye. Yeah. Or zaddy or whatever. So, um, basically like they're walking around they're calling each other mom and then her mom's like you know that dress you got was really racy for the wedding and she's like yeah i like it it's what i like and her mom's like and you paid for it in cash like very expensive dress why don't you go and return the dress and i will get you a new one and then 
Lily turns like, you know, the mom's like all upset because like Jane's like, no, dog, I'm keeping my dress. Lily turns to her and goes, it's OK, mom. Remember what Jamie said? So they all talk about her. Mm-hmm. Rude. Yes, it's, it's you know, it's gossip. It's the, it's the gossip of the rich people. So little, everybody. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just like, oh, shit. Like, I guess I would be a stripper. Like, if I knew. <laughs> <laughs> If I knew my family was talking about me and I knew Angela, like, I, yeah, probably. Yeah. So <laughs> Nick calls uh, after Angela in the back of the club and she's pissed and he's pissed. And there's like a really intense energy between them. This is where things start to go sour. And um, yeah. it's like a long, quick journey here. So he's like, you need to pretend to be nice. Like, do something. These customers like she's like, my customers love that. I mean, and he's like, well, half of them hate it. So. She leaves. Uh, he leaves. And she's like, God, I hate how he tells me to be a woman. Donna's like, well, you should be nice. Like, maybe you could smile once in a while. And that was one of the only times I was like, Donna, come on. Yeah, but I, I, I don't remember Angela being that way. But all right. No, because Angela's like cunty. You know what I mean? She's like, no, I'm I a guess. dom. Like, I, I don't smile oh. at my customers. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. Like, you have no money. Like, she does mean shit to them. I think that's legit. That's your brand. I'll step on my brand. She's bringing yeah, it to a woman, then, which I guess like it, but didn't become. It wasn't a brand anymore. It was just who she was. <laughs> That's true. She's living her truth, which was what the whole movie <laughs> which was. I guess is yeah the whole goal <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Donna's like, yeah, not everyone has a off life. Like basically, they're fighting about how much you know. How much you're allowed to have a mean night at work. And then Jane and Angela catch up one on one after work. And Jane laughs about how the guy with the ponytail gave her 10 bucks every time she rolled her head, which is like such a <laughs> we would die if we wrote that. Like, because you can't write something too ridiculous. But that's yeah, like, what does I mean, roll your head mean? Uh, the guy with I wanted, the but I wanted to see that instead of cutting back to the creepy grandpa that was about to die or biggest oh, fan Ziggy? every time. Dude, Ziggy <laughs> yeah. was like a like a fucking crazy <laughs> writing choice to keep with that name. Like, because he was like fucking Stadler and Waldorf and Stadler from the Muppets up in the balcony. He came down to the front. No, but you could tell he was handsome, like back in his day. You know what in I mean? World War One, yes. um it could have been worse so um she's like you know i'm thinking about like going to work at uh angela's basically saying like oh don't worry we can make even more money i'm thinking about going to tantra all high rollers you can make 12 to 1500 dollars in one night me and kurt will have our photo studio in no time so then we smash cut to her being like that son of a bitch and apparently like dude Kurt left with $42,000, which is like a fucking absurd amount of money, especially she goes on to imply like, you know, we're going to I'm going to play this clip out, but she's going to go on to imply that truly he could have possibly done all of this in like drugs, basically. Right. Which (laughs) in what a week? Like, yeah. And then he's gone and there's she wasn't crying. There's no emotion. This is all a lie. Like, I think she has it taped under the couch somewhere. I think every character was clinically depressed. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. 4137 to 4241. Okay, I'm feeling much better now. You okay? Yeah. Do you want to eat something? 
My mother always tried to fatten me up. She stuffed me like a turkey. I was 210 when I was 16. Lost it senior year. Now I'm half the size. She hates me twice as much. Are you high? My sister was her favorite. Did I tell you that? She's dead. 13, asthma attack. I found her lying on the bathroom floor. So my mother was a clean freak, so she made her scrub the floor with ammonia and, uh, to the fumes. <laughs> I should get her over here. This place is a pigsty. You can't do this. It's not a habit. It's just a sometime thing. It's like a happy bubble. I don't mind taking on extra shifts to help you out with rent or the bills until you get yourself on your feet. But you've got to promise me, no more happy bubble. Okay, I promise. Dude, like Jane did cock her. No, no, for real. Jane fucking cock blocked her, dude. Like she was like, no. You cannot do meth one time after your boyfriend steals $42,000 from you. Okay. No more happy bubble. Like, dude, she just got <laughs> fucking robbed. Like, mm -hmm. let her have uh, 12 hours of, of, of no rules. Dude, she is Jane the Virgin. Do you think they fucking stole that show from her? Like, that's actually um, no true. Think about it. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> But I think also that story is like biblical, isn't it? Oh, like um, Jesus. Like no, exists. but I'm saying the name Jane the Virgin. Like, do you oh, think I someone see. was the creators of Jane the Virgin were watching this show and thought like, oh, that would be a good name for a show? Um, possibly. <laughs> Guys, I, I never watched Jane the Virgin. Guys, tweet at us if you think that that's what happens. Yeah. Does anyone even remember Jane? Isn't that like. Dude, Jane oh, yeah. the Virgin's like a very. It was just like done like two years ago. It's a hugely popular show. What? Yeah, you're All discrediting right. I, yeah. uh, that sorry. accomplishment. I apologize. I apologize. I thought this was from so long ago. Um, dude, you're part of the fucking. I'm a WB. Conspiracy. So. <laughs> the, which conspiracy? <laughs> The Golden Globes conspiracy. Oh, like, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Um, yeah. We're, so, we're, we are complaining about receiving awards. So we uh, didn't get the award. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But you do have I mean, an I Emmy. Like, be... you can flex. That's like when kids who go into Ivy League schools are like, I don't know. I, I don't guess. think college is that important these <laughs> days. Like, <laughs> you do have I, an Emmy. Like, that's pretty sick. Two. Yeah. And you got it the last year. Jesus Christ, pigeon. Sorry, I have a kitten. Oof. Um, I love that. You got the last year you could like possibly get yes. children's. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. And, and one at the first year you could. And in the middle, we didn't. <laughs> it was like. Dude, Todd, you're very in vogue right now. Like, I could send you way more. Todd created Wizards of Waverly Place, guys. He's very chic. Check me Especially, out. Especially, yeah, for a certain certain listener base, dude, you're a fucking rock star, man. But also, you're you. a rock star to fans. me. I love, and, uh, no, I love you. You're awesome. Dude, truly GP. Not, we are GP, though. Yeah, it I know. Back. We're yeah, both, we go we're both awesome. Uh, we love it. Join GP squad. I'm going to send you guys a QR code that you're going to scan with your phone and then you're going to get a password and you're going to have to put that on a two authentication verification. Yeah, we're going to put a badge on your Twitter, dude. <laughs> we should make a GP badge. Yeah. Like a girl. We should uh, submit that to Girl Scouts. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. 
How much is it to fund a Girl Scouts badge? I think Girl Scouts can't exist anymore. Right? No, dog, they do. Yeah, the cookies are everywhere. Oh, that's right. There was my chiropractor yesterday. I could have bought any cookie. I didn't. Mm, nice restraint. Because I'm skinny. You have to get you. Um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really skinny now. By the way, like I'm, like, and my health, like, is like so dumb. You have good health. You, you know. I see. No, truly, I do. But I mean, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like fucking working out and like blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, I can't buy those Girl Scout cookies because I'm fucking fitness central. (laughs) And then I'm like, not at all. Like, I literally have a pound of C's candy at my house. I love it. So kill me. Jane is uh, at the club and Nick comes back there with a fur coat, a mink, (laughs) and says that he's bringing it on behalf of an elderly man named Ziggy who says that he reminds her of his dead wife. She's like, this is so nice. Like, actually, like, if it wasn't so sad, this is, like, really nice. I should give it back to him. And Angela's like, don't be stupid. Like, sell it online. Take everything you can from these losers. (laughs) Yes, I love it. (laughs) Which, like, that I do have a conflicted attitude on. Accepting. Like, what are you giving it? Dude, if an elderly man is like, I want to give you my dead wife's mink coat. I wouldn't say sell it online, but I'd fuck with that. Yeah, of course yeah you would. like why not? Like what shit. is obviously he doesn't have anyone else to give it to. Like I assume he's not like this isn't like some sort of like scam. Yeah, maybe he thought that she he was, was her just maybe if he thought it was her in the body. So he thought you gotta take it. Because Dude, if protect you- your elders from phone scams. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Hello, this is the Social Security Administration. Your Social Security number has been compromised. Dude, it's fucked. Like, I literally might have a resource linked in the description of this podcast because it fucking pisses no, it me does. off, dude. Those, like, how dare you? <laughs> like, the most treasured members of our society. And yeah, we're going to take their you mortgage. Fucking- scam on them mm-hmm. oh you're so dirty like do it to the college kids that can rebound like you can, fucking jane's a perfect candidate i love yes exactly but deep dive into youtube on um, um on getting even with scammers where guys get into their computers and wipe them while they're talking to them it's great stuff deep dive it so <laughs> Uh, Dylan does her dance for an eager crowd and she's doing like a chair routine that night with a schoolgirl uniform and she takes Ziggy's glasses and puts them on her and the crowd goes fucking wild. I'm like, well, dude, he just gave you a mink. Like, I hope he can see you like it's the least he fucking deserves, but he does like that. She touched it. He's horny for that. (laughs) And by the way, this whole movie is about watchers. It is about watchers. And I really thought I really think Ziggy should have died, and his place was held by a golden, you know, theater rope with two golden stanchions. You can never sit where oh Ziggy sit, sat. <laughs> yes, like what if he was like, like part owner in a Broadway theater? Oh, of course he was. Oh my god! He almost Ziggy. he almost made it to Broadway. It was his his claim to fame. I mean, he should have hooked up our girl fucking Donna 13 years ago, dude. It would have saved her a world of pain, you know? Oh, that was Donna's so, husband. <laughs> yeah, Donna wanted to be a, uh, a wanted to act in musical theater until she had right. a daughter and had to right. be a stripper. Sorry, we're just writing here. We're writers. 
Okay, so, um, you know, she's gotten a lot better at dancing at this point. I would say she's like almost got a mastery of it. We're going to see even more impressive dancing from her later, but she's doing she's she's got her brand. I would say actually this might be like her it girl moment right now. Eventually she's going to become a pro and then retire. But right. uh, Okay, so. She's with Eric later that night and she's all like juiced up from work. Like she's all like looking hot, she's smelling like perfume. He's like, why are you wearing so much makeup? Like it's 11 PM. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know, man. Like I just like came from rehearsal. Oh. She's all like turned on. She pushes him up against a telephone pole yes. and starts kissing him. He's like, what's going on with you these days? Are you seeing someone else? <laughs> what a dick. What a, what a, what a cupcake this guy was. But it's just like also like, yeah, like that says a lot this that like her a- kissing her boyfriend is like, he's like, what's going on, dude? dude <laughs> I'd be so in the bushes right now with that. <laughs> <I'd be> like- <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, that's crazy that like your boyfriend of six years thinks that it's like insane. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> right. You know me? So- right here. Okay. So then she like blows him on the telephone pole. That's where this goes. Beautiful. It made her hypersexual. Mm-hmm. So Jane is um, scolded. That's what Ziggy will do to you. <laughs> no, yeah. Like you fucking do go go twice and see your boy's eggs. I think that maybe was the power of Ziggy's glasses. Because no, you're like rich and horny. Like you probably paid for like magic horny glasses. But if you know what, she, what you know, Jane did, she, she cut the mink up and she. And she fashioned a merkin out of it. Oh, hell yeah. No, no, I don't think Jane would do that. That does not seem like her character. I would put that on Ziggy. I don't think Jane's there. (laughs) But maybe later. Ziggy's wife. Put the merkin bit down. (laughs) Because that might be funny later. Okay, so. For Ziggy. It's no, like touching It's like or, touching Elizabeth again. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Well, like maybe that. Like, oh my God, champagne room. It, but they would never. The go-go <laughs> place, maybe like the chicken finger place next door. You could like. <laughs> they're kind of cool about the bathrooms. So. Okay. <laughs> um, Not here. Go to the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go next door if you want to do this. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> imagine like her advancing that with Ziggy. Like, oh my God, like her parents should, like send her like away, maybe. Like, I don't know away where, but like send her to Anguilla and like pay off her debt. Okay. So, Jane is scolded for being late to her acting class. And the teacher's like, oh yeah, you have to go first now. <laughs> this is so mm-hmm. embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I have a thing, a blind spot with Shakespeare and movies because like they always choose that for the actor's piece. But like, mm. I am so confused by listening to like an amateur Shakespearean like or an amateur actor do Shakespearean writing oh. on a low budget. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't tell what emotion you're doing because like I'm so busy figuring out if I know what you're saying. Yeah, it, it, it's literally gibberish. And, 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 and you're so challenged. You just have to, to um, surrender and go, I'm listening to a foreign language, so I'm not supposed to understand it all. I and this never. is full disclosure. You know, maybe in the commercials as a kid, I had to do 
okay, I was because I did commercials in high school. Like I was known as the actor, but I was I wasn't an actor. I was a commercial actor. I didn't really care about acting. But you were known as the actor. <laughs> yes. And then there was a girl who was the actress, and we had an English class. And for English class, this is a pre- this is a private school in New York City, kids. Sorry, but we had to remember tenth grade English. Um, a Shakespeare monologue and we had, everyone had just to stand up in front of the class and fucking do it or something like that. And of course I made the fucking finals and I, and I was playing basketball and I, I remember now is the winter of our discontent made glorious summer by the son of York. I still don't even know what the first line fucking means. And I had to blow it because I wanted to go play basketball. So dude, story. I, fucking, I, I had to perform it. I had no idea what I was saying. You're Zelia Banks, like not really, but like that she went to school <laughs> in Manhattan too. So, oh yeah and she's creative so like that's kind of like what i think of like and by the way i think she's uh, honestly she doesn't say it the best way but she's always right and i'm just gonna go on the record <laughs> and i'll die on that hell like who knows what she'll say tomorrow like honestly um okay listen I love it. she does her monologue so, like this is amazing okay the teacher <laughs> she reads her monologue and the teacher says to her uh I'm just going to do it. Okay. 5650 to 4731. Oh, wow. Love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind. And therefore, as winged Cupid painted blind, nor hath love's mind of any judgment taste. Wings and no eyes figure unheedy haste. And therefore, is love said to be a child? Because in choice, he is so off beguiled. <laughs> if I want to see a woman faking it, I'll go to an entirely different kind of theater. <laughs> Damn. So on the nose, too. Like, wow. Honestly, like the only person who would be meaner than that based on that performance is like a UCB instructor. Like truly, like <laughs> she's course. like, what is Rambling this fucking UCB. weird character improv you're doing? Like she's playing like she's not a, she's not a full blown bimbo yet. She's not at like advanced level. Not that she's ever a bimbo, but you know what I mean? Broken girl, semi broken girl. Bimbos yes, are more glorified. Uh-huh. She's not there wow. yet. So she's doing a fake out. She's been groomed. So Jane's like, that's how my character would do Helena. And the teacher's like, well, I think that's a disingenuous explanation for a dishonest performance. Dude, fucking rough. So even even the goths in the class feel bad for her. They like cut in on like two kids. (laughs) And I'm like, why are there so many like scene kids in this? Which good for them. There were scene kids. I love them. The the long red hair. They're all majoring in acting and they're going to school with like Sydney Prescott from fucking scream over here. And then they're all like, yeah, I'm just going to like take this emo look out on auditions. Like what if they went to Kurt? They're smart though, but they're smart. No, they are. They're distinguishing themselves, but not when you're in a class with six other emos. That's like telling me that actually you're not an outlier. Yes. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Dude, you got to mix that shit up. One's got to go full job. You're right. So juggalos. Yeah. Always. So Donna notices uh, Jane writing in her notebook in her dressing room, which like God bless Jane for trying to do like homework at the strip club. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. She was writing her monologue. Yeah. And Donna's Unreal. like, you know, honey, something's got to give. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I did yeah. that in like a, <laughs> that was 
Diet Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> so she's yeah. like, you know, you you got to keep. She's like, I'm just trying to keep my head above water, okay? And Donna's like, yeah, I know what's up. I've seen girls like you for years. Like, that's the truth is that Donna has seen all these girls come and go. She yeah. is such a weather vane for the strip club. So Angela is uh, counting out all of her cash when Jane gets back to the apartment. Jane looks just like a shell of herself. And Angela's like, what's wrong? Jane's like, yeah, I'm just like having trouble with balance. You know, like, what do you do to keep it all together? <laughs> And Angela's like, oh, I know. So she like opens up her cash box and box and like throws out a like a I don't know, like a little tiny Ziploc of cocaine and a yes. like makeup compact. She's like, just do right. some of this. And Jane's like, oh my God, like you can't be doing drugs here. So she's like like having a sober moment in the bathroom for a moment. You're like, oh my God, she's either like fried out of her brains or she's dead right. sober dead sober she winds up coming out to the living room and judging angela which i'm like hey this is like angela's on the lease like if she wants to do coke in her fucking <laughs> living room like grow She's up you work lease. at a strip club it. dude like you know what i mean <laughs> no i'm just yeah. saying like in the context of this like they're like 22 years old like that's not crazy and i think that like in a regular lifetime movie this is how you know it's 2008 because in a regular lifetime movie that girl would have done one bump they wouldn't have been like no our lead can never do coke right but it was still like character because she's you know that's the thing of like character like i was waiting for her to really dip to the dark side but she never she was always different no yeah i know i know so you know she's always showed restraint this character seems but then angela blowing up right yeah you know, this is another. I thought uh, Jesse overdosing on caffeine pills was more compelling. Yeah, she's like, she well, she says to her, "I'm just trying to give you a resource to keep yourself feeling in control." I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it, dude. I'm trying to give you a resource. Is she fucking Mark Cuban over here? Like, who the hell is she? Well, then Jane refuses. She doesn't want to give herself any excuses. And then she leaves and Angela flips over the coffee table. Yeah. Iconic. Really hardly. Um, and I'm like, girl, you're gonna have to pick all that up. Like, she's one of those. Like, she like punches a wall. So that's like definitely the girl Got version it. of punching a wall. So Jane and Eric are on a walk in the city, and she has a present for him. And he's like, you know, it kind of makes a the Trump tie. Yeah, it's a fucking Donald Trump tie. It is like totally a yeah. fucking bro tie. How do you describe that? You're a dude. It's a, just Brooks. I mean, it's Brooks Brothers classic. Right. Brooks Brothers, like you said. So he's like, I don't know who you are anymore. You seduced me on the street. You're giving me presents. You're insisting on taking me to dinner. What gives? And like the best part is, is he's so he's so genuinely bummed about it. Like, it's not like at least one of those would be like, oh, my girlfriend's doing well. She's buying me a tie. No, he's like, you want to fuck me? You want to go to dinner? Like, who are you, dude? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's it could be the the least accurate portrayal of any sort of. Yeah. Or like, it's just like, what were they doing all these years? Like, they don't. It's like, so like, dude, who are you? Are you cheating on me? You fucking want to go to dinner and pay for it? So Angela's on stage doing some sort of weird Charlie Chaplin routine. Okay. 
<laughs> Dude, did you die? It's uh, uh yeah. I, I like I said, I couldn't really watch them. It was just hard. It was like okay, so she's doing like a Charlie Chaplin bit, but it's it's not. At first, you're like, wow, this is like you know, for a very unsexy bit, like you would think she'd be going over the top to sell it. Um, but this was a tantra, right? No, this is at the go go. She never works at Tantra. She doesn't make it to the main stage. Oh, right. So this is actually when she gets fired. So she's about to get fired, dude. She does this Charlie Chaplin routine. There's like all this like fucking echoing in the room, whatever. She's like hearing her own voice. And she starts, she mouths off to Ziggy and she's like, you don't even have money. Right, right. Um, She like becomes a demon of herself. And then finally, like she like rips open. She's wearing like a string bikini. So she like rips open. the boob parts away and flashes her tits and then like stumbles off oh, the yeah. stage and that was set up number one rule do not Dude, flash. she like oh. was sabotaging uh you yeah. would think after like all that coke she'd at least be like paying attention to the rules i think you should have <laughs> sat on Diggy's face <laughs> you would think like she would have had the energy to observe the one rule the fucking areola dude <laughs> <laughs> so nick motions for her to like get up we set it up though guys we set Dude, it up nick does like regina george's at the bar like he does like regina george's mom where he's like doing like an audience thing and he's like doing choreography for him which like low-key makes me wonder what's up with nick like he is such like a dad type like truly yeah i think his family owns the land and he's really just His really trying family to keep owns going the so he can land, the land. <laughs> where the strip club is. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> Nick would rather be like, what would Nick's other job be if his family didn't own this place? Think on it, you guys. Tweet us. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be great. That's a good game. Let's let's family feud. Okay, that one. so she stumbles off the stage. Nick and Donna and Jane, right? They're all like, kind of like having a moment backstage when she comes in. Nick's like, "Honey, I gotta let you go." And I don't owe you any sort of severance because the health inspector came by and fined you for flashing. In fact, you owe me, which is not true. There's no way the health inspector came by. He warned about it. He goes, look, no flashing. The health inspector could be here. He said it. Was he hustling her back? Oh, like, what are the odds that like, I mean, that's a real watcher is like the health inspectors like, hey, I'm just here to like fucking check out this go go bar for six hours a night. (laughs) That's actually kind of sick. That's like that's like a private investigator going undercover to a sex. Dude, I would respect. Honestly, if I was the health inspector and I had some like (laughs) perversion, I could get in on that. Hell yeah. But. Yeah, man, you gotta, you know, it's not work if you love what you're doing. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she's like, good. I'm glad it's time I get out of this dump. I'm going to Tantra. And the way she says it, like, I'm like, no, Angela, like, I don't think you get it. Like the health inspector saw your areola, like words <laughs> going to fucking get around town. Like, plus, like, whatever. We know all about you. So. Jane and Angela walk to the uh, walk like in the rain and Angela's ranting about how Tantra is going to s- snap her up and Nick is going to be holding her back like Kurt. Nick was holding her back like Kurt. But now. It's on for everything. And Jane's like, well, you know, if you're being serious about ta- Tantra, you have to clean it up. 
And she's like, yeah, I'm just like thinking with all the money I'm going to make from there. I'm going to like move around the country and open all these dance studios, which is actually sad. Because like, I thought she was much more focused than that. But once they gave her like creating businesses that she's going to lie to herself about and then do all of her, like use all of her money on drugs. That's actually right now I'm feeling for Angela because I did think she murdered her sister. Wow. Her sister who died Maybe of she asthma. The boyfriend too, because the right inhalation. So they say. Yeah, in the bathroom, like moisture. Hello. Right. What about the boyfriend? She didn't seem too sad that he was gone. Yeah, I know. Why, dude? I wonder what that motherfucker's doing. So, um, <laughs> Jane says that uh, you know pilot. you got to figure it out, girly. And um, the manager tells them at. They go to Tantra and the two of them pull up. And of course, like, why would you bring your hot friend? Like, I saw that in the Amanda Knox documentary. And I'm like, that is so smart because Meredith Kircher wanted to get hired to this bar. Then Amanda got hired. And I don't think Meredith did. And then she was like, there was like resentment there. And I and I remember during that classic, movie, classic story, which is unfortunate. I mean, they're both true stories. I'm like, why would you bring your hot friend to an like an audition? Right. I think that's how Cameron Diaz got to read for the match. Dude, that's how the fucking Olsen twins got hired on Full House. Is <laughs> like these other two twins that were friends with the Olsen twins mom was like, hey, I have to oh, like we have our twins out. I have to stop by this audition. Do you want to come? I mean, that's the lore. Who knows? Actually, it's probably something so much more insidious than that. And that, that's why they've kept it secret for years. Wow. She's uh the guy at Tantra is like, listen, this is a serious operation. Okay. We have a high class clientele talking cover. I'm talking minimums, high rollers, expense accounts, bottle service, which I'm like, that's just like a mid. I think that's like a regular nice strip club, but this is for them. Everything. And Angela's like, oh, don't worry about it. Oh yeah. No, this is for real around them. Yeah. So Angela's like, oh, don't worry. I know what you want. And so she like walks away like three yards and like starts to she's kind of got like a steampunk look going in this scene. Sexy Uh steampunk. And she starts to undo her like vest that looks like a waist trainer. And she gets like a couple hooks down and he goes, oh, no, I know who you are. You're Angela. (laughs) It's like, honey, I've seen your act. First, he says to her. You need to see my boy. And he gives her a card for Dr. Double D and says, go see him, get your tits done and then come back. And that's what makes her get her tits done is literally just the promise of potentially getting a job. So then he turns to Jane and he's like, oh, I know you, Dylan. He says um, the time he saw her strip on stage in plain white panties blew his mind. Like he's a fan of her work, dude. (laughs) I mean, that's what the scene's all about. Yeah, he's seeing her as an artist. <laughs> like, he's like, dude, you you like made plain white panties happen. Maybe that's the uh, message uh, is uh. that she's so good at acting like she could make that like weird scenario, like fucking a uh, substitute teacher on field trip day scenario work that she had. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> Angela interrupts and she's like, you know what? Um, she's strictly go go. No poll, no nudity. Basically being like, don't worry about her. You don't want her. Um, later on, they're chilling at home and Angela and Jane, uh, 
you know, she's deciding that if she can put together the money, she's going to go to Dr. Double D. And Jane's like, dude, don't get your tits done for this. It's not worth it. She's like, maybe no. you could like lend me some cash, though. And Jane's like, um, I'm already, you know, covering your rent plus some meaning like I'm keeping up your fucking coke habit, dude. But I would have bought right. her the tits like I really would have. If that was me, I'd be like, if I get her her boobs done, like I probably will get my money back. That's like how bad I am with money. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so, if I buy her a boob job, she'll pay me back. <laughs> yes, exactly. Where did that 42 go, though? I don't know. I think he had to pay off some gambling debts. Debts, yeah. Or, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a gambler. He seems seedy. Oh, I don't even think he oh. took it. I think she just, like, did something to him. Oh, Not she, killed him, oh. but I think she, like, had to, like, go put that money. Like, she owed it to someone. Yeah, there's such a specific number. We never found out. So uh, Jane's like, I need to talk to you, okay? I know you're going to be mad, but I got a call from the guy at Tantra, and he offered me a job, and I can't turn him down. It's only going to be a couple times a week. I'll make even more money, and then I can concentrate on my relationship and school. And I was like, oh, those aren't like what? That's like your relationship. Like if you have to say your relationship, you got to strip only two nights a week behind your boyfriend's <laughs> back to save your relationship. So Angela's like, I've created a monster. And Jane's like, no, this has nothing to do with you. And Angela's like, it has everything to do with me because I recruited you. Every time you get up on stage, Nick pays me. You, I own a piece of you, she says. So uh, Jane's like, well, I guess we both got something out of it. Stop trying to make me feel guilty. And she goes, stop trying to be me. And she's like, I thought we were friends. And then Angela goes, acting. Yeah. And Angela's the untrained one. I'll say she got me. She did get me too. So Jane goes to the club before it opens to talk to Nick. And she's like, Nick, I'm resigning. I'm going to Tantra. This is who I am now. And Nick's like, dude, you know, you're like a daughter to me. If you ever want to come back, just let me know. Also... Truly, that place is a different place. If you, it's going to be a little bit new to you, and it sure is. And he's like, and by the yeah. way, I hope it doesn't work out because I would love for you to come back anytime. I love that. So nice. It was just so nice. He's so like yeah. honestly, Nick is daddy. Like uh, he just he is, is. Daddy. Donna is cutting down. This is G actually, but also a little disturbed. Donna's cutting down Jane's Catholic school uniform. And she's like, I can't believe my mom saved this. She saves everything. And then her phone rings and it's Eric. And he's like, I'll pick you up for dinner at nine. I made uh, I made a reservation. And she's like, oh, I have to go to the store after rehearsal. Let's just meet up at 11. <laughs> he's like, I miss eating out with you, dude. Like, she's like, I promise right. things will get better after the acting showcase. Like, he is kind of an idiot at this point. Like, I do have a crush on my my himbo. Like, he... <laughs> you, love, you love your cute idiot. Yeah, I do. Like, sometimes, yeah. Definitely. Like, Kato vibes. Oh, I know. Sometimes. So, <laughs> Donna, you know, doesn't understand why she just doesn't tell her the truth. I'm like, Donna, not everyone's as brave as you. That's what I'm thinking. Like, fucking Queen Donna. Like, she's actually iconic. That's like a, I would get her face on a t-shirt. So Jane like shakes her head. She's like, he won't understand. So her first night at Tantra, 
really is a whole different world. I mean, these women are on another level with their pole work. The outfits are on point. You could tell they only had one night at this location. Okay. They had one day. The pole work. The pole work. Yeah. But the pole work was fantastic. Yeah. They like had real girls come and do it. They didn't give them lines, oh, though. Obviously. No. And then see you later, honey. And they nod and walk off. But okay, wait. Here's a cue. How do you think, like, as someone who's directed, how do you think this went? Do you think that they rent did like a one day rental? And they either blacked it out at night or it actually was night, but like they filmed the fucking management scene and then they did the strip club scene. Do you think it was all in one day? They filmed all the scenes that happened in that one location in the same day or two. Like they did all the go-go's, you know, they probably, you know, they did all. That's what I think. It was just all in one night. Like it's a, it's one bad night at Tantra. Honestly, that's what this movie could have been called. <laughs> that's a sick title lifetime hmu i love it i'll retitle all your shit so um <laughs> she begins her dance by doing this like long entrance she's britney spears doing her i can't get no satisfaction walk down these stairs it's like so long like it's 20 it feels like 20 hours maybe 20 seconds for her to get down the stairs she gets to the stage she's wearing her literal catholic school uniform which honestly like i would feel sick for that especially in a world where like right. there's so many naughty schoolgirl outfits like how dare you uh how do you- but wait i want i want i want to rewind back to the scene with don don when she's fitting her in the catholic school uniform and then the daughter actually rolls up in the catholic school uniform oh is that what happened the- yes they to the doll works up they're dressed the same i, was, I thought that, that was kind of and also donna single mom she's struggling by the way what losers are jane's parents because we're about to hear it was not an easy feat to put her through catholic school and don don's got no. that i would say <laughs> jane's parents need to rethink their priorities and the way they talk to their kids and also that weird 100%. fucking eric trump son go to hell yeah he, he needs to be in the goonies three yeah, he has Ferguson genes. Like Clarissa explains it all. Like he's fucking <gasps> Ferguson, dude. That's true. So um, she begins her dance. Like she does the entrance, right? And she locks eyes with this man in the room eventually. It's her fucking dad and her brother and her boyfriend. And I Unreal. knew I was hoping this would come. I was waiting for it since the go-go club. I was like, when is she going <laughs> to lock eye with one of her pervert like people in her life? All right. these weird men. When she's at the top. As soon as her brother was there, I knew. Okay, bachelor party. Right. It's sad though, dude. Like, all right, I'm gonna play this scene. We'll talk about it after. Uh she comes okay, after she like sees him, she comes out and like grabs her top and goes and talks to him. 10433 to 10646. It's bad enough that you make a spectacle of yourself. But do you have to do it dressed like that? It's a costume. It doesn't mean anything. It does to me. We sent you to Catholic school when we couldn't afford it so that you would know the difference between right and wrong. This is so wrong. What are you doing here? It's my bachelor party. It's so right, then why do you lie about it? You're in over your head, Jane. You need help. I'll, go, I'll get you a referral. I'll find a therapist who specializes in cases like yours. Who are you to judge me? I'm not a case. I don't need help. I have brought clients here before, but do you know what they call the new girls? Fresh cutlets. But those are just strippers, they're not my daughter. 
Everybody here is someone's daughter. And what do they pay you to be here? Whatever it is, I'll give it, I'll give it to you. Just please, don't do it again. Go home, Daddy. This is gonna kill your mother. Then don't tell her. Father has a saying, if you think you've got a secret, you're only keeping it from yourself. I should have told you sooner. I wouldn't have believed you. Jane I now gets up on stage to bear her soul. Not her body. The Jane I know is not for sale. I did this so I could afford the rest. I did this to make everything else possible. It's a lie. It's the worst kind of lie. It's a lie disguised as truth. Dude, unreal. Uh, this it, it, it was such a poorly executed scene. Um, her fucking and, dad, her brother, and her boyfriend. Right. Are I mean, out at a fucking strip club together. Out of he, I mean, Eric. You would think you would have friends. Exactly. <laughs> like he's his friends for his bachelor party, <laughs> or his dad and his sister's boyfriend. Like, dude, so get a better. dick. Like, what is going on? Like, truly, like, yeah, I think he is like Mormon. Yeah, you're right. you know what i mean that's like that's sort of like they're like we're gonna teach you what it's like to like be a man and then yeah i don't know talk about the execution i have a lot to say about this fucking these idiots it's just emotionless it's like she's a fucking zombie she's clinic they're all all clinically depressed and they're they're talking like this this is when i'm serious yeah but like he's like her dad's like you and you, uh, your mom and I had sex and we created you and your brother. And now your brother is having sex with someone and is going to get married. And uh, your boyfriend that you met when you went to high school, whose parents had sex and their parents before <laughs> fucking all banged. And then we come to the strip club and we see you shaking your titties. Like, can I just bring my son and my girl, my daughter's boyfriend to a fucking titty bar without seeing my daughter? Like the fucking disgusting shit. Like, honestly, Dude. like, no, I'm like, you're a dirty old man. He's like, oh, I come here with work friends we call them fresh cutlets like unreal it's creepy as f like the way it's written is like like honestly like you don't want to hear the locker it's room the at that house like no you don't <laughs> like it's disgusting like the three of them go to the tennis club together and like god knows what happens when they're at the tennis club together 
They're, they're racist, sexist, oh, elitist. They are so racist together at the tennis club. Are you fucking <laughs> oh, my crazy? God. Yeah. They are horrible. No, and they're like buying $3 Coronas off the back of a cart and like sexualizing this like young woman who's just trying to like, honestly, the way they sexualize a girl at the fucking tennis club is the way that these men are ogling her right now. Sorry that they're like, oh, we just did a pop in. And we were going to go get we have a reservation at Mastro's. We do a pop in to fucking Tantra. Yeah. This is so they got a slot machine. They got a lucky slot machine in the back. Also, like it's your <laughs> bachelor party and you don't even like get a table. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> Dude, they're watchers. They were like basically they're like if watchers. you're at Dave and Buster's, like you haven't even bought the card to like play games yet. You're in like the weird. Oh, my God. Yes. They like to stand by the back poles near the bar. Gross, dude. <laughs> like, I barely like someone like that at a concert. Like, and I know that that's probably more to do with anxiety. Like, yes, this is just per- uh, they're on some weird family. They do a uh, fucking J.O. sessions together for sure. So, oh, my God, <laughs> it is fraught. It is fraught central. Sorry, <laughs> guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I just lot, really, you know what? Up, I really feel like myself around Todd. <laughs> Guys, this is a, a very concentrated version of me. Okay, so she gets home and Angela's on the couch with like a like a fucking goblet of wine. Like it's taking up two, one third of the screen. So she's outside of the. It's school. very clear though. It's very clear. Yes. Yeah. It's a great. I mean, great uh, cinematography. I gotta give a shout out. <laughs> Deadass, this whole movie's really yeah. good. So she's outside of school on a bench when she gets a call from Donna. Fucking queen. Oh. And she is like, Don, Don. listen, I heard uh, Don Don. She's like, listen, I heard Angela's down at the lion's den. And she knows because Brian, the owner of the lion's den, called Nick to be like, hey, your girl Angela's down here like even Brian's telling on himself and then because he's like Mm -hmm. we gotta like I gotta be honest with my friend Nick like his girl's down here making a fool of herself at the topless bar and so Nick calls Donna Donna calls Jane next thing you know they're like we gotta go get her out of the topless bar so Jane walks in and they're this is like a crazy intervention like for she's out at a bar like considering where this goes (laughs) like when she was on her laptop i was like oh good she's gonna be a cam girl like i thought maybe like she was gonna like figure out a way to do it that wasn't hot then yeah and they're acting like oh she's gonna have her titties out and by the way first thing she says is she's like i'm not leaving i need the money and she's like gets in line to have her areolas painted because apparently at this club they paint your areolas yeah, so the health inspectors will be. I don't is care. That a thing? Paint them all up you want. You can make it look like a look like a tiger eye. I don't care. That's how you know they have cheap beer because, like, how else would you <laughs> like? You know what I mean? Like at that point, once it's all like it looks like a fucking bikini painted on, just go yeah, to the go go bar. There's exactly. people fighting in the alley outside of this place. So. Jane and Angela. There's, oh, there's Oklahoma Sooner wide receivers getting their asses kicked. That's what it seems. Look like. it up, kids. Okay, listen. Right, so sure. Angela's like, listen, Jane, I'll leave this titty bar if you come uh, to a bachelor <laughs> party with me tomorrow night. Which, by the way, is the worst. That is like the lowest of the low. Not, not really, but like it is like yeah. on the tier of like 
Oh, you're going from Tantra to like a basement party. No, girl, that is not the way. So they're like in the how creepy was it, though? Dude, it's like a basement Mm -hmm. apartment full of like 40 year old men like this man didn't. Yes, he bought a wife or like like what happened to get this man married? The man that they picked was the most like piggish looking man. That they could yeah. get for something. They made him look. They made him and all of his friends look so ugly. It was it's a, it, it was a bachelor party, and it was it was. I think they pushed it. I mean, with the whole head thing, and the that was. I was like, damn, lifetime. Yeah, so like they're in like a fucking looks like a frat party, and they all come in. Angela's dancing. Then he gets like some guy gets like real handsy with Dylan. And he tries to get her like uh, simulate a beach on a celery stick. And then right. Angela like turns into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like she's they like have like she does. Bone, right? Like cool. They like do good. like cut-ins on her fucking like leg hitting a man, like making contact. And then she pulls Oh, out. she was Wonder Woman. Yeah, and then she maces those old perverts in the face. <laughs> and they get out of there. And like Angela's like high on life, right? Like Angela's like, oh my god, we did it. Like she like reminds me of um that episode of my so-called life when I forget, like Angela and Rayanne get into some major trouble. I forget exactly what it's for, but Rayanne thinks it's not my show. Rayanne thinks it's the f- guys for you girlies out there. Yes. Yeah, or boys. I don't know. Listen, or anyone's listen. Use. Um, fucking Rayanne's like, ah, and Angela's like wants to die inside. And that's what's happening here. Jane literally almost had to fellatio a celery stick. Like, yeah, this is, he was forcing her head onto it too. Yeah, and by the way, this is the lifetime version of what happened. I thought it was. I thought. I thought it was a dollar bill. Oh, I thought it was a celery. Oh, <laughs> I guess really it could be study. a folded dollar bill, and I just have yeah. bad vision. <laughs> Dude, I thought he like took hoping. a celery off of a. a like, I mean, it's I thought a he weird had some fruitite and like was making your <laughs> celery. I mean, I mean, I know every fucking party has a fruitite no matter where you go. I don't know <laughs> how it pops up. <laughs> so dumb because no, like the rest of the party, like red, like like forty year old guys who haven't left the house, like <laughs> high school. There would have been. There was like, definitely hummus around. <laughs> I think there was like the crudite from like the regular grocery store when you go when it's always like $9.99. I didn't have my glasses on and I fucking thought it was a, a celery. <laughs> I love it. No, that's like, party, that's like, honestly, that's go, go dancers and crude veggies. Are fucking the thing. Well, I was like almost more offended. He was having her blow a celery because I was like, <laughs> oh, awesome. What a, what a, what a, cur- what a fucking party. Dude, no, dude, I know. This party was so awesome. We had go to dancers. Dude, we had oh, a better that, party. We were eating the, we were eating the coldest celery. <laughs> dude, we were like fucking, we had ranch. We had carrots. Blood. There was like 12 <laughs> cherry tomatoes in that shit. There was like, you know. And, some- and Jimmy was eating the fucking cauliflower. No one eats the cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Yep. They had fucking like, Jimmy. they didn't take the salsa out of the jar, but they had like three <laughs> different types. But then they called anyone who had mild a fucking pussy. <laughs> Like, and he probably fell asleep early. Dude, and like, by the way, like, they're not going to a hotel or like getting Ubers home. Like, they literally are all sleeping in that room tonight. 
there's the pee corner. You can only pee there. No, no, we're it, no true. True. Like they broke the bathroom like three hours before the strippers. <laughs> okay. Oh my um, okay. Anyway. So um Jane runs into her professor. She's like, she's like, professor, professor. She's like actually chasing after her down the hallway. She's like, did you get my voicemail about missing class? <laughs> Because she went to the bachelor party and the professor's like, yeah, that's like the least of the issues, dude. Like you haven't handed in any of your assignments. Your performance is worse than ever. And Jane's like, okay, all right. So she goes home and she watches one of her audition tapes on her bed. She like watches her reel, which is like, I know that's when you're in a dark moment. Like as someone who's created a lot of content in my life, like if I'm ever like, oh, I want to like go see my old YouTube channel. Wow. Like that's cathars. That's like I'm trying to touch inside. Trying to- I'm trying to fuck myself from the inside, dude. Like emotionally. Like I'm trying to be like, remember who you were, dude, and who you could be. Right. So she watches herself do like a Shakespeare monologue that could might as well be like in fucking avatar language. <laughs> what the hell is she Muppet, saying? Muppet Shakespeare. I could never tell if she was good at act- like, is she a good actress? You could tell probably. Um uh, she was fair, but she had no much. She had no range. I mean, it was pretty much rangeless. That's a lot to, her. to take an actress and be like, do your best performance so well that you can do an incredibly difficult performance of crying right. tears, looking at your old self, like a performance on a performance. Who was supposed to win out? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like evaluate yourself okay so she's crying like blah blah blah. angela apologizes to jane for putting her in that position in the first place and jane's like yeah thanks for coming home with me so they're like walking home to jane's parents house they just probably parked around the block or something they walked for way too long like she does not have a parking permit on that street so (laughs) they're like okay um you know how are you gonna announce that you and uh, eric broke up and or she's like, how am I going to announce that? And Angela's like, don't announce that. They don't have to know anything at all. It's none of their business. You outgrew Eric. You're way too much of a woman for him now. And in terms uh-huh. of acting school, who needs it? Which I actually probably agree with. Um, I agree you don't need the school, but I do agree you need to always kind of work on your craft. Kind of exercise. No, like you got it's a muscle, so you got to keep using it or else you kind of lose it. So I think you should be doing something do you get those classes on like fiverr or something you know you get what you pay for so (laughs) you know you could take your five dollar acting class but i don't believe um in in majoring it in uh, college that is the biggest waste of money i'm sorry but uh, let's talk about that so your son's like literally a famous musician now when we were working uh, together (laughs) on our script at mtv you were like oh yeah i just like told my son like he doesn't need to go to college anymore if he doesn't want like he should drop out and like come back to la yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like, is Todd like going through fucking something? Like, what's happening that like he's telling? And then, no, you're so fucking right. He got yeah. some years in college. He had to um, study as a musician and lovely the band. He's the guitarist. There's three of them. It's song Broken. You know, I like that. You know, that. look it up. The, um, he had to go, he was always a great musician, but never like studied music, music, music and learned his craft. And I knew once. He had gone there and you've heard from other musicians like after two years, you, I mean, it's like a crash course. And he was 
sober now after two years, like you, you didn't play guitar for a while, but he learned his craft. And then after you learn your craft, you got to put yourself in a position to meet people. And that's come back home to L.A. Because yeah, like I was at first when you told me, I thought you were like going to have to sell your house and move to Maine or something. Uh, I was like, oh, no, like what's going on? And then I realized, no, that's the fucking most brilliant career move. And by the way, a career move so many people have made. I always pay attention to that now oh, really? when like I was growing up and artists were like, yeah, I went to like half of college. Like I was like, oh, that's sad. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's a fucking smart business move. And that's why that person's on MTV. Like, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, no. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like get it done. Like you need only need to like, yeah. Like you, and your, de- your degree it. doesn't like. Oh, oh, you you're going to be in this band because you have this degree. No, we just need the no, education. I know. But also, he That's went to actually, Nashville, yeah. so he actually it was good for him just as a person. He, you know, he um explored his you know Nashville's you know music town over there, and he fell in love with country music too. So. He's got a good songwriting base. So now he's got, you know, a fam in Nashville and a fam in L.A. So it was a good move. For I do that, think so. about all those those people, though, that went to four years of performing arts college. It's the worst. Don't go to college. And because, I mean, I've read, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. When I look at their resumes, the last thing I'm looking at is where they went to college. It's like it's I'm not even looking at their resume. No, literally no one's ever asked me for proof of anything. Like I could be lying about my entire fucking life. Right. But you are going for the connections and the life experience. So that that's still valuable. There's the value in that. But the degree itself, I don't think um, guarantees you success. But growing oh, yeah. up for, but growing up for four years and going away or wherever your situation is, great. But that's where you gotta start growing up and then you're gonna start meeting some of these people that you'll still know. Like I still know people from college, still you know, work with them. So that's the start of that. No, truly like like USC versus your community college. Nope. Just get your, get your educations, get your mentals. <laughs> right. And you're good. I feel that like, you know, that's like, it's why, like I've always kind of, no, it's not why hmm. one of the reasons I've always been sus of people that like stay in grad school till they're like 32 just like <laughs> taking out college loans excessively for like yeah. English, but then like, don't like what I'm like, how are you going to apply that though? Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm worried about them. Like if the best yeah. you can be a professor, you're like, you're stuck in like, I mean, talk about um, a vicious cycle. You might as well be fucking out there with Jane girl. And but maybe they're just like living in because honestly, college was necessary for me to become a, like even a f- somewhat functioning adult. Yeah, I think it is for everyone. I think this is the experience. But to go back into saying that your degree is going to guarantee your success, especially acting, I would say no. Don't get an acting degree in college. Get a different degree. That's your fallback because there's you're not going to. The odds are you're not going to make a career acting. And your college degree don't matter, and you're not going to put yourself in debt and dig out of that. That's the worst. I want on what people have is, you know, these the kids. The truth getting, is, Todd. You know, biggest mistake of my life: <laughs> not getting a vocation. Like yeah, I wish more than anything. You're a writer. No, I know, but like, dog, I wish more than anything that I could like be a manicurist and like because I just take such joy in that anyway. And I'm like, why wouldn't I? You can like why when I no, I mean I could now, but like that's like I I mean like that's a choice. Like I don't want to do that. I'm saying like when I was in my early twenties, if I had literally just taken the you know year 
to go to nail school and like stunt on those hoes like i literally would have been paying back like i wouldn't have put shauna's credit score down by like defaulting on my college loan like it's uh, you gotta think about it yeah it's just old school thought you know i'd be in the mix dude i'd be olive in june times 10 on the side on top of being a podcasting empress okay listen you are an empress i am totally an empress you're in 183 countries I don't think I've ever said that word before. Okay, so Angela, um, it's like, now. listen, I've wasted you've wasted so much money on those classes. You know, I could have had five boob jobs by now if like I hadn't gone to acting class. Um, and Jane is like, listen, you know, I don't know how I wound up here. She's like, it doesn't matter how you got yourself here. You got me, and you're gonna be fine. So you're like. I mean, I don't know about you, but I was like, wow, that like coming back from that bachelor party must have really <laughs> sobered Angela up because like she's being such a good friend here. Like she is so calm, rational, a good buddy. Right. So Jane's mom is having this like, I mean, if this is her bachelor party, by the way, that's all I could think of is this tea party is her equivalent of like popping, doing a pop in <laughs> at fucking Tantra. Yes. Uh-huh. So. They're having this like daytime living room virgin tea party. One, uh, one sixteen oh five. Yeah, total watcher. watcher. No, they're not even watchers. They don't even know they're being watched. They, they don't know they can watch. That's the worst part. <laughs> so one sixteen oh five to one seventeen forty five. My grandmother gave me these earrings on my wedding, and her mother gave them to her, and now I'm gonna give them to Lily on her wedding day. <laughs> I always loved those earrings. We'll talk about a girl's best friend. It's more the sentimental value. I have a little something for you when Eric pops the question. He's an attorney. His father's firm is very established. Eric and I haven't really gotten that far. Oh, I don't know what you're waiting for. For him to ask me. Oh, darling, don't you know anything about men? They don't do a thing unless you make them. Drop a hint. Otherwise, no one would get married. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what if Jane doesn't want to marry Eric? Just saying. Where's your restroom? It's down there. You didn't tell me you were bringing someone with you today. Thought it'd be nice to bring a friend. Oh, well, you've known these girls all your life. These are your friends. Yeah. Jane got into a very prestigious acting program. They only accept one in 12 students. Straight up. Jane doesn't just talk the talk, she walks the walk. I'm sure, as her mother, that makes you very proud. (laughs) Okay, so like, just as soon as I was like, oh, she's killing it. No, Angela goes and does coke at the tea party. Unreal. She He's faced one moment of adversity in asking an odd question. And she was like, I got to go do blow in the bathroom at this intimate gathering of six in a formal living room. I love it. But what <laughs> cunts they are, the, the mom and the sister-in-law. Evil, handing down those earrings. And I know, to the in-law, horrible. It's in disgusting. front of Jane, the worst. Like Even like tacky people would do that in private. Oh, yeah. 
and not um, do it in front of Jane. Like they're just like Jane, you're a loser. But this, it's almost like it was Real Housewives before Real Housewives. You got to do it in front of everybody. Andy Cohen, I'm looking at you, baby. I know you, Paul Feig, and uh, whoever else I accused of shit during this movie. Definitely <laughs> call me. They're um, <laughs> I'm extorting you. Um, so Angela was, uh, yeah, doing coke at the party. Uh, she's uh, at the doctor's office. Now she's going straight to the titty job. We're at the doctor's office. Now, I would have ended the movie. Before the tea party scene. Yes, that would have been a nice end. That's a nice cut. Come on. Yeah, I'm going to cut how many minutes of the movie? I'm going to cut 10, 10 minutes. Yeah, I think it was an hour and a half. It's got to be an so, hour 20 now, bitches. 120 minutes. Tw- yeah, yeah, 100%. So mm-hmm. she's like, okay, yeah, I'm checking out my boobs. And I thought she was just getting a consultation, but then the doctor comes in and he goes, so we're looking at a D cup with a juicy feel. And she signs oh, off on the so paperwork sad. to what get the this fucking... surgery done. Wait, wait, she's yeah. getting, okay, let's just talk about the surgery center at the end of the scene, but go ahead. It's like an urgent care? Dude, it, I don't know. Like the, go ahead. I'll, I'll talk. Okay, yeah, we'll get through it. So Jane looks down at the paperwork that Angela's signing and she goes, Coladoros? And Angela's like, yeah, that's my real name. Please don't tell anyone. You're the only person who knows. When I get big and famous, I don't want my parents to get reached out to and have them say a bunch of shit about me. So she's already like my reputation in the press, which is such like, what's the truth? We'll never know. No. So Jane promises not to sell her out. And then later on, Jane's in the waiting room, just a beat later. And these paramedics come charging in. And then the doctor comes out front to talk to Jane. And he's like, was your friend doing any controlled substances? And she's like, yes, she was doing cocaine. And the doctor's like, well, it caused a reaction with the anesthesia and it put her into a cardiac arrest. She's passed away. So like, like, like first of all, this, this was this, this doctor that comes out. I think he's wearing like scrubs. I think they give you nicer scrubs that color me mine that he comes out wearing at this fucking ghetto boob shop. Unreal. It looks like the dirtiest doctor I've ever seen. Sorry. Yeah. He looks like he was like hung over and stopped by a Goodwill to buy scrubs before no, his shift. I just think he's like maybe the cousin who needed a job, who usually just delivers the flowers. <laughs> right. No, truly. He's like the Nick of his family. Like he inherited the property. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. I mean, I'm just trying to keep this going another three years. I'm a sell lamb. Sorry about your Dude, uh, girlfriend. What if Nick and his, co- what if him and Nick are cousins? <laughs> and it was, a, and it was an inside job. Yeah. Because Nick truly. Like, Fuck yeah. Angela. Well, that would help me like get a sense of like what's going on in this town. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know surgery centers exist like that in like Beverly Hills yeah. in LA. Even out here, yeah. Yeah, it seems crazy that you could just do boob job surgery without the resources to not have to call the paramedics. Like, you should just have someone there who can take a body to a hospital. Like, why do you have to call 911 from the surgery center? <laughs> that feels weird to me. Yeah, that's weird. I think I've never like I think, gotten, it was, I think there was a bodega attached to it. 
Right. Like (laughs) I've never done an elective surgery, but so Jane sits alone in her apartment and her phone rings and her mom's saying that the earrings that she had gave Lily are gone. Her brother is there and Eric's like, they were stolen, mom. And so (laughs) Jane's like, um, there's like no way. And and her mom's like, no, I, there's no way I misplaced them. There was no one new in the house other than your friend. And she's like, I'll figure it out, mom. So she goes to Angela's cash box and at the bottom, bottom of it is a pawn receipt for the mom's mm, earrings. Wow. So Jane calls Miss Don 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 herself. And she's like, I cannot believe Angela stole my earrings. And then Donna out of nowhere comes in with like this sort of like, let's not stain her image or like tarnish her image in death anymore. She goes, no, she just pawned them. She definitely intended to buy them back after she earned her money from her boob job and i'm like oh so she was like hoping that in a month when she can lift her arms over her head oh my god <laughs> let alone like do a fucking pole routine that right. you would get your earrings back no way so then <laughs> jane's like i'll figure it out and donna's like no i'll lend you the money so like and she's like don't worry i'll pay you back so her mom like cannot believe that everyone knew they're in the living room. They're having like a family intervention. Jane is handing over the earrings and her mom is like, (laughs) you mean your friend who's a stripper and like, you've been lying about this and like you're broken up with your boyfriend and your dad and your brother go to strip clubs together. Like she should should be so drunk right now. No, truly. Jane says, okay, mom, it was my fault. I told him to keep the secret. And then her brother's like, well, I really think you have like a syndrome because it's really kind of like sick. I I should I should schedule you an appointment. Her brother's such a dick. Like he reminds me of when my cousin and I were fighting and I told her that like I would only ever talk to her again if she spent six months in a in a program learning how to talk to people with compassion. (laughs) Good. Like, I was dead ass serious. Like, I was like, you I'm need sure. to go to a fucking program. And like, yeah. by the way, though, who am I to say that? Like, I go that's, off the handle well, all the that's time. Your cri- that's your criteria. She's just not my <laughs> slave of off the handle. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm going to call Fiona and apologize. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We cleared that up like four <laughs> years ago. And so also, horrible. it's just, it's all love. And so I feel like Eric's like, hey, like, I'm going to fucking put you in a program, girl. And. <laughs> That's he's probably she's probably been getting that her whole life from him. I'm saying that I can be a little bit of an Eric. I get it. Is that his name? The brother? No, Eric's the boyfriend. Ralph. Ralph. Oh, Ralph. I'm calling him Eric, too, because he looks like Eric Trump to me. OK, so listen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I sound him on like I'm on mushrooms or something. But in reality, uh, I did. I did take a couple hits off a joint earlier. But also, Todd energizes me, dude. You get me, it's the it's the power. It is though. Yeah, I know. We just want fun. everyone to know. You know what I mean? We, we this is the, the real me. <laughs> <So. laughs> I, I don't know what the other part of where the other you is. We'll see. So listen, I would end the movie here. This is another place I would end the movie. Uh huh. But no. Here's back the earrings. Jane goes to her acting teacher. And begs for a second chance. She's like, you yeah. know, you believed in me once. I could do it again. I have something to say. And maybe it's not good, but it's the truth. So this teacher lets her back into the class, which is either like totally against school rules or she was never kicked out. 
And we hear this monologue she does. And her only prop, which I love this, her only prop is like a wicker vanity, which is such a smart prop, but probably like anytime someone wheels one out, it's like, oh my God, she's doing like an in the mirror thing. Like it's probably like the cool girl does that. No one does the vanity piece. But like there's one every other year. (laughs) So she gets judged extra on the difficulty of the the scene. Love it. Yeah, it's like the hot girl scene. So she (laughs) delivers this or like eating disorder, like big eating disorder energy. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm looking in the mirror, like, because that's what this whole thing is. So she's going to be looking back and forth in the mirror. I'm going to play her little speech. So this whole movie was for something. And she uh, while we see like while we hear this monologue and see her acted out, we're also going to see clips of her at the apartment throwing out all of her stripper clothing and putting right. it in a trash can i'm like just move out girl like i know just move out but the, but like, the great part about the mirror scene is like you always use it obviously live on stage you can't but i'm sure now you can but it's always the in a, in a tv show or film you're looking into the mirror but someone in the mirror is completely different looking back in a green screen sorry really you know you've seen that a hundred times someone looks in the mirror then the like in the my, my, my scariest one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's, right. let's see that. They clip. should have okay. done that. Well, have you? Did you notice like the weird thing with the sound where they would isolate some words? Like they would literally cut. It would be like dead silent, like more silent than silent. They would even cut the um the live sound. Yeah, they would even cut that, and it would just be like a weird pocket of like two really? seconds of. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Anyway, you guys write in. So <laughs> let's play this monologue 12410 to 12634. I lie to everyone about everything, especially me. I say I'm not tired when I am, I say I'm hungry when I'm not. I tell people what they want to hear, I never say what I'm actually feeling. I let the lies pile up like bricks on a wall until I can't see out and no one else can see in. I make a plan to escape. I become someone else. I put on a disguise and I climb over the wall. And no one recognizes me. powerful. I get people to do what I want them to do. But I go too far. I get lost. And I don't recognize myself. Take off my disguise. I give away the power. I give up the control. I retrace my steps go back to the wall and I take it down brick by brick. I bury them to mark the place. Strip away all the lies till there are none left. I remember the girl I left behind. I claim the confidence I was missing. 
I envision the woman I want to be. Tell everyone the truth about everything. Especially you. Oh my god. Oh. oh. That would be if that was made today, that would be cut. But yeah. If that was like on Degrassi, like after a like eight episode arc, like yes. the way that you like Paige Michael Chuck, like writing music about her rapist, like I would literally cry. Oh my god. But no, like they carried that arc out for so long. Like just when you thought like that had sort of resolved, like the Degrassi writers would be like, oh, no, this is a four year arc, bitch. Like this rapist guy's yes. coming back and they're going to they were doing it on real time. So I just think storytelling um, was different then, too. They just, I think everything came full circle. Or, you know, no, was, Degrassi was unique, dude. Like they hit shit like Degrassi oh, was early. like, yeah, no, I'm- they were like they would no uh, next gen would like literally oh. like SVU be copying now. Like <laughs> SVU would have like arcs over a season or whatever, but they would never plan something out four years late. Like never. I now, maybe it kind of grew into the plan, right? I think everyone's just like kind of copying Degrassi. Like, it's true. I don't know. But this is like, I don't know. I thought this was fine. I mean, I wouldn't. What is she supposed to be like? Is this how Margot Robbie was discovered? Like, what's the point here? Like, why? Are, <laughs> I know they're all clapping because of her performance, but I think, we could have cut it. I think I think it was a good uh, lesson that you know, even if people step to the dark side, there's still hope that they could come back. Yeah, but even like I, yeah, and the dark side. I mean, it'd be the dark side, but I think no. Listen, I, I know what I you're like saying. The spirit of the movie, but I agree she should have, you know, kicked kicked the old uh, guard away and kept moving on with her life. This independent. Right. right. No, she's like recovering from her dark night of the soul, which is like almost worse because it's like, <laughs> listen, there's worse things that happen to a rich girl than being a stripper. Get a life. Right. I mean, Chris Rock said, though, that, you know, the one, one job you do have as a dad is to keep her off the pole. Right. <laughs> so. I hope I, if Chris Rock was a consultant on this and I can totally <laughs> call him out. Yes, exactly. At Chris All Rock, right. keep him off the pole. But like, instead of ending the movie there, we have to do this, which, you know, he is my boyfriend and I absolutely love him, but this was unnecessary. She, well, you, got, you got to tie it up. She uh, comes down what I assume is an hour later to like an empty downstairs. Like, I just know she was that bitch that like shook everyone's hand in the room. Goodbye. Yeah. and was like really, you know, nice to all her classmates. She was uh, living in the glory of it. Getting a standing ovation. Yeah, of course. She comes down the stairs. And Eric is there with a dozen roses. Wearing the red tie. Oh, wearing the red tie. He he is like uh this is his look though. I do like that he's consistent. Is he, is he a simp? I think that we're supposed to believe he just really loves her, but like right now I kind of think he's a dick. I mean, she did lie to him in a major way. Like right. but also why are you at it like his whole relationship with her is inappropriate because like why is it just assumed that you might be at a strip club with her dad? 
Right. Like he had some explaining <laughs> to do too. You're right. Like what kind of relationship are you like? Oh yeah. Like if my biggest fear of being here is not seeing my boyfriend, my brother or my dad, it's that they might all be together. <laughs> Never well, an urban legend has been written about that. So he's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, whatever let's get back together and she's like yeah like thanks for talking to me i'm still the same girl you met and he's like well she's not a girl anymore which is like a callback to like their cutesy thing and then they walk out of the building arm in arm like just too comfortable yeah it's too neat the movie ended very neatly which is fine but like you know life has consequences i didn't want a degrassi freeze frame on like a you know intense Mm -hmm. moment but a nice little acknowledgement of the fact that these things don't always you don't always well, I, don't, I don't think 2009 storytelling was comfortable going there no i agree Personally. but it also seems light for then oh does it yeah you're right yeah because they were showing more sympathy towards like strippers in lifetime movies in like there'd be whole movies where they're like it's not that bad she's just helping out her family and then of course they did the client list Right. Where Jennifer goddamn Love Hewitt is doing Rub and Tugs, which, by the way, have you seen that movie? No. Is that like Heidi Great. Klum? Not Heidi Klum. Heidi Fleiss? No, it's a uh, it's uh no. Client List is based on a story of like a Rub and Tug place in Texas. Uh-huh. And they got reported and all of these like girls that did it were, you know, got arrested. And it turns out that like they all they the client list, one of the best parts about the movie is that they intentionally went out and they got one of every spice on the rack. Like they got like a young girl that had escaped like a Christian cult. They got Jennifer Love Hewitt, who's like a Southern housewife with a lazy husband. They had like a busty blonde girl who made jokes. They had like a redheaded woman who was like, yeah, it was like perfect. They had like Yeah, like one Asian chick who looked like a whole different person every time you saw her. It was like it, that show was great, and the movie was awesome. I'm gonna check it um, out. But yeah, Todd, we're not yeah. doing a scale because this is technically a mini episode, right? But before we go, um, I want to know, like, your your insight is so valuable with all of your all right. industry experience. You've worked as a writer, a director. I yeah. love your little nuggets, your Easter eggs that you do, your little call outs. And I want to know, is there anything else in this movie that you were like, God damn it. Or like, I would have done that different or like, Oh, I understand. Um, well, different. We're going to go to the storytelling. I think you're on the same page as me. We're, we're simpatico with that. Love to see a more edgy storytelling. The acting was very flat. Um, the writing felt like an outline, but it was good enough where I wasn't like bored watching it. I was just more, you know, I was just wondering where it went. It didn't go anywhere exciting. And it was yeah. interesting to see how life take such a, such, such a subject and um, get um, filleting a celery stick on the air. It would have been better if it was celery. Like I get it. Like whatever. <laughs> I really I didn't know. know. I thought it was like, I thought it no. was like, crazy. <laughs> I love that. No, but no. Um, yeah. Just the acting was all right. It was, it was, but it was enjoyable. It was not as, as bad as they can be. I think it was one of the but better ones. 
Todd, like now that you point that out, like how could anyone trust anything I say on this podcast? Like there are people, most of the people who listen to this don't even watch the movies. And I'm oh, over really? here being like, yeah, so he like made her blow a celery stick. Like why? Because like uh, my eyes are bad. Like and then someone moves <laughs> forward into the world being like, oh, yeah, there's this movie where this girl like fillets a celery stick uh, against her <laughs> will at a party. <laughs> And then everyone's like looking at my listener like, you idiot. What are you talking about? That's a dollar bill. Like I'm putting out bad information. You. No, I think you got a pass. That's not bad information. That's just me. I don't think anyone really looked at what it was. I don't think it's no, not even I'm, a, but... I'm betting you <laughs> almost everyone oh, wow. knew what it was. <laughs> all right. I'm just trying no, to No, because I watch it all small. No, I know. Thanks for being nice. You guys, it's money. <laughs> It makes so much more sense than it was money. <laughs> it's all right. But I appreciate, like we said, I appreciate the health conscious bachelor party. Dude, <laughs> or, or, I... or the mysterious coup de pay that pops up everywhere. Oh, it's yeah. It's the boys. You get the expired ranch going like that could have been sitting like in the salad drawer of someone's house. Um, listen, I, I miss you, man. Like I, I saw too. you. Thanks you were like the me. last person I saw. Like we got together for that work meeting and I was like, we remember we were like, oh, yes. like, like what's happening? Like we were both like worried and we were told not to wear a mask at the time. Like, I think I saw you oh. on like March 11th Wow! and then on the 13th, I like went inside forever <laughs> and things had changed. No, I might've even it's seen on like the 12th because like everything. No. Yes. Because everything changed on like the day, like we were talking and being like, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I remember getting home and being like, Todd, like, I'm hearing every store doesn't have toilet paper. I'm freaking out. And yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, we have it. We go to Costco. That. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, I think it was like the day. So maybe if we hang out, it will break Corona. I think we, is that taking the... a... no, <laughs> is that, should go. we get the gang back together we and see if to. we can. We should I'm meet down. up for hot dogs. I want a hot dog. Let's We're like right now. I want a hot dog. <laughs> so you <laughs> want to like, I will, yeah, I want Carnies. You got to go to Carnies. Are you so far in Glendale? Oh, no, I can come to Carnies. Or also, um, we could go to Universal. Oh, I'm down. I don't know. Too, too many people. I feel like Universal is truly like I kind of said that. That's thinking, the epicenter. Like, I was thinking like maybe I could like pay them to like put on the roller coaster. But then I was like, Molly, you're not a millionaire. Like you're not like you're not like, oh, I have like two hundred thousand to burn. Turn on the roller coasters at Universal <laughs> for me during Corona. Do you listen to my podcast? Dude, Come you on. make me dream big. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'll just buy us a roller coaster at fucking uh, Universal. No problem, dude. Hot dogs. Like Let's, what the hell? Hot dogs and, and roller coasters and some good um, mini Jeters. Guys, lovely the band. Let's put that out there. The legacy for the fam. Check them is out. Julia, is Julia doing uh, some sort of online ad adaptation to her no. fitness career? She, um, nope, she is not. She's taking a break, but she's back uh, up in school and she's teaching outdoor classes starting this week again, three or four times a week. So amazing for her. Proud of her. What is the show your wife likes? Um, Behind Her Eyes on Netflix. Bono's Behind Her daughter, Eyes. Look at me. You know how much I love that Bono. Bono's daughter stars in it. She's fantastic. Hell yeah. Watch that. 
Todd, you have a Twitch stream. <laughs> I do not have it's an OnlyFans. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do you have like a mountain biking club or something that people can thumbs up? Well, I well I am on Clubhouse. I'm trying to figure out my 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 brand on Clubhouse. So we'll see. Dude, we should Clubhouse together, and also oh, let's do it. We should stereo. I have this. Uh, I'm like working like with this app, and like it's fucking sick. It's like Clubhouse, but like radio, and people can like join in. Oh, I'm down for that. So you can listen to other people's shit. You can put, I love, is that is like that Jeff I'm, Ross has one on there? Like Paula Poundstone is on there. Like tons of sports people. Like Clubhouse, I always feel like no offense. Like, Sorry, Clubhouse. And not paying me to say this. Like I do feel a little bit like I'm team building. Yeah. At like, okay. you know, and it's like, it's like 11 p.m. team building session. And I'm like, dude, I'm not looking to build at 11 p.m. <laughs> and like, I'm kind of like, I'm proud of people who do because I know that's like, that's Elon Musk hours, but like, I cannot. So I kind of like, I don't know. I just like to bullshit. I love it. <laughs> I don't want to like be like building. Um, so anyway, still, listen. The clubhouse is a little more business oriented. I feel like Clubhouse is business oriented and it's also like that bitch, like in terms of um I think it is the sort of it's like the Instagram, maybe. Oh, interesting. And I feel like stereo might be like Twitter, but I'm not sure. Or what vice versa. What about I really Discord? don't know. Dude, I'm on Discord. Yeah. Right, well, I'm in we'll some another... weird shit on Discord, dude. You don't want to know. Oh, I always want to know. We'll have, we'll, have <laughs> an off, we'll, we'll have an off podcast chat about that. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Todd, you're the fucking best, dude. Love you. You're the best. You're beyond. Um, you guys, we will be back as soon as possible, probably next week. Who knows? With the new episode of Mother May Sleep a Podcast. As always, you are appreciated. Have a good one. Bye. trends and news cycles change faster than we can blink. But there are some things that withstand the test of time. And if you're looking for a connection to something timeless, and maybe also a glimpse of life at a slower pace, I believe everyone can relate to the very human experiences explored in Jane Austen's novels. And that's where I come in. My name is Alison Larkin. I'm a writer, comedian, and narrator and host of The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin. I spent a lot of my childhood in the part of England where Jane Austen lived and wrote, and now that I live in the States, nothing gives me a sense of homecoming quite like narrating her books. On this show, you'll listen to award-winning narration. I'll give myself a pat on the back for that as well as conversations with actors, writers and other fascinating people who all share a passionate love for Jane Austen. So please, join me as we embark on a wonderful journey through Jane Austen's work. 
Be sure to listen and subscribe to The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin wherever you get your podcasts.